Welcome, everybody, episode 141 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Uh, today's episode is going to be an April Fool's Day joke roundup, I guess you could say. Um, there's a lot of them, and I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but do you usually have – I usually have my bullshit detector up, and I don't believe anything that comes out. Um, but I was fooled by a couple things. Does anyone – was I fooled by any April Fool's jokes? Uh, Dan, I honestly don't ever pay attention to them. For that very reason? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that and I'm just oblivious anyway. Oh, uh, okay. I mean neither, but uh, mostly because I'm not a toddler. Right. Uh, Corey? Are you taking a shot at Dan? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was one in particular that was believable uh, for me. I let my guard down. It was, it was kind of my fault, but uh, that's, that's going to be our main segment. Um, teasers. Anyone have anything they want to tease? Will? Mm. Oh, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. Ooh, ESO. More Infamous, and I think that's it. I didn't know you got Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I did. Huh. Was that a planned purchase or no? No, sporadic. Spur, spur of the moment. Yep. I have a feeling that might happen to me, too, when it comes to console. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to hate myself. <laughs> um, I bought an Xbox One. Hey, that's worth a round that. of applause. <laughs> So I'll talk a little bit about that, but we're going to do an episode on it next week. So, yep. Yes. Kind of catching up with the X-Bone, right, I guess yeah. you could say. Uh, I played Broken Age and the Banner Saga this week, so oh, that's something to be talking about those a little bit later. Broken Age. Yeah. What about you, Corey? I played a few different things. Went back to Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Uh-huh. Uh, also went back to Lord of the Rings War in the North. Played mm-hmm. a lot more Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. And also, last night, I played very briefly a game I didn't really know existed, Poker Night 2. Yeah. Have you played it, Eric? No, it was free on PS3 for a while. I don't know if it still is. I, I almost downloaded it, and I just decided I'd never play it. It's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I've heard it is. Yeah, and I, I wasn't really expecting it. It's a Telltale game. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's like, you sit and well, I guess I'll talk about it later, but just briefly, you sit and you play poker with, uh, like, I was playing with Brock from... Uh, uh, Adventure Bros, uh, Claptrap was another one. That's kind of um, cool. Yeah, I can't remember the other ones right now, but it's pretty fun. Huh? Okay. Yeah, sounds good. All right, Corey, do you have any nibble bits? I have a couple. Amy Hennig, the creative mind behind and the writer of the Uncharted series at Naughty Dog, uh, we you know mentioned that she had left Naughty Dog a few weeks back, but she has joined Visceral Games. And will serve as the creative director on their Star Wars project. Um, it's an EA company. Yeah. They did. And, they did uh, Dead Space, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, the Visceral VP said we weren't the only ones knocking on her door. So uh, it's probably a good sign that she, you know, chose Star Wars, um, considering her resume, right? And what she brought to Uncharted probably be a good fit for whatever they're doing for Star Wars. Um, Phil Spencer has taken over Xbox. He will oversee the development teams on Xbox, Xbox Live, Microsoft Studios, and a lot of other 
Xbox branded things. Um, he had been the head of uh, Microsoft Games, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, in yesterday, actually, it was announced that they would be cutting an unspecified number of jobs, which is bound to happen when you get a new yeah dead weight. Getting rid of the dead weight. Sure. Yeah. I actually think that's going to be a good thing for them because he seems to be refocusing the Xbox uh, to be more of a, a games device than uh, an all-encompassing media, media device. Media so that's yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, I definitely. Say. I mean, I always liked him too. Whenever I saw him on like the E3 things that he, that he did, I was he's always, a charismatic he, guy. Yeah, exactly. He seems like a cool guy. He seems like he knows his stuff. So I think that's a good move for for them continue that's it just those two no oh, all right eric what do you got for us just got two dan i uh, just wanted to say that the fifa world cup 2014 game demo is out now for your 360 or ps3 i did try it um i don't know if i'll be here for what we played because i gotta leave early right but it's uh i hate how they charge 60 dollars for this yeah. as a separate game it should be a dlc um but it is fun. I mean, I always enjoy playing the World Cup games and, yeah. you know, playing through the tournament. You can actually play through the qualifying for the tournament. So They probably um, charge $60 because they can get it. Oh, yeah, they can get it. Mm-hmm. For people like me. <laughs> right. I actually don't think I'll buy it. Okay. Because it's previous gen. Uh, only. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to get it. But it was fun. I did enjoy it. Uh-huh. Um, and my last one, the third episode of Wolf Among Us comes out on the 8th this week. Uh, it's titled A Crooked Mile. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a favorite. Be looking out for that. Mm-hmm. I still got to play that. I have the season pass. I got it for dirt cheap on PSN. I just haven't played it yet. Okay. I'm going to get it too, probably. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So, all right. Will? Um, my first one is Reaper of Souls. Sold uh, 2.7 million copies its first week available, which is insane to me. I think Pretty everything good. Blizzard puts out sells insanely well. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't know how many overall people have Diablo 3 compared to buying the expansion, but... I don't. I have the original, but not the expansion. You're one of the few. Well, I'll I'll get it eventually. Mm -hmm. I don't have the extra funds right now, so... Did you play more Diablo this week? No. No? No. No. I've been trying to play new games. Yeah, catch up on your backlog. (laughs) Yep. All right, and my other one is uh, Peter Molyneux talks about his new game. I don't know if any of you guys read uh, his interview. It was on Polygon. He interviewed on US Gamer. Um, Molyneux basically called his game Call of Duty Without Guns because people complained about how boring it was and he uh-huh. said yeah the game is boring we need to learn from our mistakes and stuff like that so it kind of goes hand in hand with his comments about Fable 3 so he's I, goddess? yeah goddess he said that he first complained that the PC gamers didn't read the developer page on uh, Steam where right. he said it was incomplete because people said it felt very incomplete he said about 25% of the content was in there but, like, I was reading the thing, and he was just pretty much saying that his game wasn't good. Huh. And I was like, so this is the new hailed game that you said was going to be brilliant, and right. you're already crapping on it? Huh. I don't know. Like I said, he compared it like Call of Duty without the guns. Right. Well, if you lower the expectations of people yeah. going in, yeah, usually ends up they like it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's trying for a different, different ra- rather rather than building it up before it comes Reverse out. Reverse psychology, and then having it suck. He's like, eh, it it's could, not. It's not very good. It could be better. Yeah, so you should buy it, but it's probably not that great. Right. He's taking a page out of our book. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Always going with low expectations. That's a good point. I didn't think of that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's all I had though. 
Well, well that's good. how we operate life. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know that. I'm familiar. I always expect everything's going to be terrible, especially yeah. like family get-togethers, and then you go and it's not bad, and you're like, hey. That was fun. All right. Yeah, exactly. And then the next one rolls around, and you think it's going to be terrible? Yeah, well, yeah. Every time I go in yeah. thinking it's going to be terrible. <laughs> Every time. I always have a blast at family get-togethers. Well, you know. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'll be, I'll tread carefully. Yeah, here. good idea. Uh, Watchdogs creative director Jonathan Moran on Twitter has confirmed that there will be no demo before it launches in late May, citing the need to focus on completing the game and not setting aside time and resources to make a demo. Take that as you will. Uh, I personally think it's maybe because it's not going to be as good as everyone wants it to be. I, I guess. Yeah. I hope it's. I'm good. not even excited for it. Yeah, not even either. a little. Corey, how, what's your feeling on Watch Dogs? I think we asked you last week. Yeah, yeah I'm just kind of, none. you know, lukewarm on it. I was excited about it um, when they announced it, of course, and, right. and when we thought it was going to come out with the new consoles. It was something that might have got me to buy one of the consoles, but uh, ever since they pushed it back and all that kind of stuff, I just really haven't been that interested in it anymore. Yeah, less and less. Less and less interest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is apparently a somewhat old story, but I just saw it the other day on Reddit. Uh, EA is planning on doing doing an open-world Star Wars game for the current-gen consoles, PS4 and Xbox One and PC. I'm going to use current-gen instead of next-gen now because it's current-gen. Current. Uh, there was a job listing spotted by Kotaku that read, EA Canada is looking for an experienced animation director to help define and deliver on the vision for a major new next-gen open-world action game. Uh, the game is still early in development and is apparently slated to be EA's second or third AAA Star Wars title behind, of course, DICE's Battlefield 3. That'll, that'll be, or Battlefront 3, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. That'll be the first one. So, um, Sounds great. We'll see how those, those yeah. go. Uh, you really they can't afford to screw up Battlefront three, I don't think. That's gotta be gotta be good. Is this the reincarnation of Star Wars thirteen thirteen? Don't know. I wondered that. Pe- pe- people thought that too. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that that's definitely one of the, the theories that's been thrown around about it, so uh, Amazon has finally really, really revealed sorry, their set top box called the Fire T V. It's priced at ninety nine dollars. And it sports a quad-core processor, 2 gigabytes of RAM, dedicated graphics processing unit, and dual-band wireless. Along with the visual streaming features, Fire TV can also be a gaming device. Uh, it's got an Amazon-branded controller uh, that will set you back an extra 40 bucks, but also any Bluetooth video game controller will work on it. Uh, there are currently only a handful of games on sale right now, including Minecraft Pocket Edition uh, and Amazon-developed Sev Zero, which is an FPS tower defense hybrid. Uh, that that comes with the actual Amazon game controller, so you get that for free. Um, and I had a couple thoughts uh, initially that Amazon does product announcements, right? You know, they make the announcement for the product, show a demo for it, and say it's on sale right now. You can buy it. Yeah, that I, I, that's cool. the way to do it, I think. You know, because you get people all excited about the device and say, "Hey, go buy it." And a lot of impulse buyers. If I had had the money, I would have bought. I'm one. an impulse buyer. Uh, me too. I would have bought one immediately if I had 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 the money at this point. So yeah. that's cool. Well, they also have the luxury of just being a single online. Yeah, exactly. They don't have to ship it to stores and stuff. Right. And yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, because, I mean, over time, you could talk yourself out of it. Uh, exactly. You know, do I really have the money to do that? Once reviews do I really come out, need it? Exactly. Once, re- once reviews come out, some people might not, yeah. not, not might not be as hyped about it. Corey talked himself out of a PS4. Yeah, yeah. he did. Over the course of Frick. however long it was. Six months. Mm. 
I think Apple does that with the iPads. I know they don't do it with the iPhones. They say the iPhone's going to be available in a couple of weeks, but yeah. I think iPads are like, okay, it's, it's out now, and the MacBooks, they, they do that too. Yeah. So. Also, my other thought was final nail in the Oya coffin. <laughs> yeah, Corey? probably right. I don't know, Dan. That the Oya was dead and buried before. Uh, I well, that's what I'm saying. The, the, that's why I'm saying the final nail. <laughs> I don't know. We buried that casket a while ago. Okay. <laughs> final so speck of dirt. Here. I was gonna say Amazon Fire just threw a little more dirt on the grave. So there's How about really the, no... uh, the sod is over the top of it is now fully grown. Okay, overgrown. It's a forest now. Yeah. Remember when okay. you guys were going to get one? No. I still kind of want one. Oh. Just for shits and giggles. Really. <laughs> so you can own an Oya? So I can say I own an Oya. <laughs> the few, the proud. I think it's a good idea to have a, a, like a, uh, a Android games console. I do. Yeah. I just don't know that the Oya was executed as well as it could have been. Okay. But Amazon, I mean, they have the, the clout. They, they're developing games. Uh, they bought Double Helix games. So yeah. I think they're really going to make a push. Good. So, and it's I mean ninety nine bucks. It's a good yeah entry it, point. It, exactly. It's a replacement Roku or uh, Apple TV. I kind of uh, want to get one myself. I'm gonna get one eventually because I want to have all my game systems on the my bigger TV. Yeah. Because right now my PS3 is upstairs. Yeah. And, and right now the best game I have is Dark Souls two. Uh-huh. And I want to play that on my bigger TV. So I gotta like move shit around. And, yeah. You know I just want everything in one spot. Mm-hmm. But the women don't understand that. No. They you know don't. what I mean? They don't do that. I hear so. you. I'll get one at some point. Yep. Same here. Uh, don't Starve's first piece of DLC has released on Steam. It's called Reign of Giants. I uh, know it's considered early access. It's pretty much finished. Reign of Giants will add two playable characters. Uh, Wigfrid, who is a stage actress who went a bit too far with her method <laughs> acting on her latest role as an ancient Valkyrie. Uh, and Weber, a young boy who lives inside the spider who tried to eat him. Uh, also added our spring and summer seasons, more biomes, an extra save slot, and of course, giants. Uh, it's currently on sale for four dollars in the Steam store, and will be available later on the PS4. Uh, I guess there's going to be more info on that coming out later. So um, that's a definite purchase for me. Same. Uh, I almost thought about getting it for Steam, but I'm I'm more likely to play Don't Starve on the PS4. My so. girlfriend actually tried Don't Starve. This oh, week. really? Yeah. What'd she think? Well, it's a lot. That's a I lot. I wasn't home. Okay. And she... I saw. You were on Don't Starve. I thought it was no, you playing No, it was Don't. her. She texted me, and she's like, Don't Starve is hard. And I was like, what are you playing that for? You know, she doesn't play games. I was like, of all the games I have, that's probably the worst one you yeah. could have picked. That's like, it's almost like booting up Dark Souls for your first ever video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't know. I just I attacked a frog and got killed by a group of frogs. And yep. she's <laughs> like, then I couldn't figure out how to light a fire, and I accidentally lit the whole forest on fire. Nice. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if you want to really start off with that game. That's great. You should encourage that. Yeah. Show her, show her how to do a few things. She said the only reason she did it... What the hell was the reason? Something like Netflix wasn't working or something. Okay. So she just tried a video game. Uh-huh. But... Nice. I, I saw a lot of people in the Steam community asking for multiplayer in that game, and I oh, got me to thinking that would be pretty fun. Co-op would be a blast. That would be yeah. really fun. Holy crap. Wouldn't even have to be co-op. I mean, imagine playing competitively. Almost like such a bitch. Uh, yeah, almost like Dark Souls, where people get like sucked into your world or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, you call, like you call them in and hope they hope they help you, as opposed to or they could fight you. You know. Yeah. That would be fantastic. I'd fight everybody. Uh, be that guy. I'd run away from everybody. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't summon anybody. It would it would remain a single, single player, player game. game. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and then my last little bit, Lord of the Rings Shadows of Mordor is coming out October 7th, barring any delays, of course. But that's the release date as of now. Assassin's Creed Shadow of Mordor, that Assassin's was? Creed Lord of the Rings, yes. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. But looks cool. It does. Can't wait. So we'll see. Uh, my week, I didn't do anything this week. The only thing I have is I put the infamous Second Son review card up on our website. So if you want to check that out. Um, and the Titanfall and the Infamous one were both made by me, too. So, Corey, I'm trying trying to lighten Corey's load a little bit. He had, what, 20 backed-up review cards? Something like that. Yeah, so we're trying to lighten the load for him a little bit. So I, should... I taught myself how to make them what? Is it, that, is it hard at all? No, all I did was I downloaded a, a program that, that you use, and then I watch YouTube videos to, to figure out how to do everything. And I... then you have, to, you have to tinker with it and figure it figure it out for yourself too because i took like classes in high school on how to do some of that stuff but i forgot so i kind of like i'd like to be able to make review cards too yeah so youtube videos okay what's the program that you got paint.net paint.net okay i'll write that down right now you can also use gimp i I mentioned it before but it's uh it's an open source like photoshop and it's Mm -hmm. free that's how paint.net is too same same idea and probably a lot of the tools are the same yeah. you would get out of Photoshop and stuff. So so that was my week. Will, what about you? Oh, uh, not a whole lot. I just played a lot of video games. I played um, more like Bravely Default, as I said in teasers, that I played Infamous and um, Elder Scrolls Online. Played a little bit more Final Fantasy Tactics, and I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Eric, what about you? Um, I watched another movie. I watched The Social Network. Oh, uh, okay. The Facebook movie. Uh-huh. That was pretty interesting. To see how all that went down. Yeah. Um, I, I did want to see that, even though I kind of despise Facebook. But Yeah. Well, we actually we listed all our DVDs on Craigslist. Uh-huh. So we wanted to watch the ones that we hadn't watched before anybody bought them. By the uh-huh. way, Craigslist is fucking creepy. Yeah, it's but, very creepy. But anyway, um, like this guy, he emails my girlfriend and he's like, give me a number for the DVDs I have cash on hand. And I don't know what she said back. And he's like, well, can I just have your phone number? And she's like, no. And he's like, all right, not interested. I was like, well, what the fuck? It's just yeah. such a weird thing. Yeah. But anywho. Um, so I watched The Social Network. It was a pretty good movie. I mean, it was interesting to see everything. And you never know how accurate that stuff is. But um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's kind of a dick. Yeah. If it's accurate. Yeah. But I also don't blame him. Right. I wonder if he's as clever as the guy in the movie is. Uh, probably not. I would Pro- say Yeah, not. I would say probably not too. But you never know. But it was it was one of those things where like when he was being sued by people, I always after he came back with his argument why he was right, I was like, Oh, yeah, I guess you're kinda right. But yeah. he's still a dick. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um and then like I said, I bought my Xbox One I guess I'll talk about why I got one now, because yeah. I might not be here later. Yeah, um, Yeah. so I just kind of decided I wasn't going to play my 360. The only reason I kept my 360 to begin with was for Titanfall. And then after all the 360 shit for Titanfall, I decided I wasn't going to get it. Mm-hmm. So I just figured I may as well get some kind of value for it. And I knew if I sold it for cash, it wouldn't get much. So I just uh, took all my games, um, my, my 360, my... Uh, connect, you know, controllers. The only thing they didn't take was two of my controllers because the thumbsticks were so worn from all my gamings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I traded everything in and end up getting the Xbox One Forza bundle for 180 bucks. 
can't go so, wrong with that. Yeah, I fi- you know, I figured like if I had seen an ad at GameStop for a hundred and eighty dollar Xbox One, I probably would have bought it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, and you know, it's good for the podcast for yeah. somebody to have one. So we will now be able to cover X Bone stuff exactly. So when Halo comes out, yep. Because <laughs> I was looking through like exclusive games and stuff like that. Not much. There's really no difference between the systems. No. There's a game here or there, but I really Xbox has the advantage with Halo. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Um and I guess Titanfall if you're real into that. If you're into shooters. But um yeah, so I have I bought Titanfall separately. And then uh Will's friend was nice enough to let me borrow Dead Rising three and Rise. Uh-huh. Neither of which I've tried yet. I did install Dead Rising three um, but I played a little Forza and Titanfall, and we're going to talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. we'll we'll do a catching up with the X-Bone episode next week. Yeah, and I will do my best to play those other games as much as I can. I'm excited to play Dead Rising, for mm-hmm. sure, because that was the one game that, that was, I really wanted to That get. was what I'm jealous of, yeah. too. So. Yeah, it's a good game. So, yeah, I will do my best to get caught up on that for next week. Uh-huh. And I don't think, other than that, I really had too much going on. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Corey, what about you? I celebrated a birthday. Hey, another year older. Well done. And wiser. Yeah. You are, you get, Corey, whether you know it or not. Can you get reverse wise? <laughs> yeah, I do feel yeah. like I'm getting stupider. I Well, that's when you get really old, probably. Yeah. It's when you return to baby state. Yeah. To the fetal position. Yeah. Continue. Uh, it was good. I took the day off from work. Uh, I had stomach issues. Um, it's one of those things that I probably could have gone to work with, but it was my birthday, and I didn't want to be uncomfortable on my birthday. Uh-huh. So I was just like, fuck it, I'll just take a sick day. Uh, so I did, and then my boss didn't want me to come in on Wednesday either. Um, didn't want you spreading germs around the office? Exactly. Ooh, what a nice boss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was. I woke up. I was all ready to go. I was almost walking out the door, um, and that's when she texted me, and she's like, "I don't. I don't really want you coming in today if you still don't feel a hundred percent." And I was like, "All right." Uh huh. So it was a good. It was a good uh, middle of the week weekend for me, uh, which happened to coincide with my birthday, which was nice. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend got me a bunch of snacky foods. Well, she took me out to lunch and got me a bunch of snacky foods. Um, and bought me the Life DVDs, which is the series The People Who Made Planet Earth. Oh, um, I love that series. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, this one's called Life, and it's just about you know evolution and animals that do crazy weird things. Yeah, there's some there's some um, really like crazy life forms that they put on there that I mean, yeah. you, if you're not a biologist or whatever, you'd have no idea existed. Corey, I would love to see that sometime. Uh, you can certainly borrow it. I'd um, love to. We're we're about halfway through it. It's like four hundred minutes worth of worth of cool stuff, like iguanas whose tongues are like ten feet long and they just shoot out and grab bugs and stuff. And the you know, the way they shoot it is incredible with yeah. those slow motion cameras and stuff. They can capture everything. Yeah. Um, really good series and you know, is a my kind of birthday is just vegging out and having all the food and snacks that I want. Yep. In front of me. That's what I like to do too. Yeah, and she also got me a, a mini projector, um, which we got, was we got she got kind of for a specific reason. We have a nice like bare wall in our backyard, um, so we figure you know come summer we can project some stuff on the wall, whether it be 
video Porn. games or movies or whatever and you know have people over and it's awesome drink some bears um so nice. that was a good it was a good uh good birthday and as part of my birthday i drank beer for the first time at work uh on friday which was kind of nice it, unfortunately it was bud light um <laughs> you know i, I i'm a i'm a pretty low-key guy at work so if it was a regular beer i might have just had one but since it was bud light i had to get three in me yeah you drunk yeah well no, no i wasn't drunk get a little a light buzz Shit sure he was drunk yeah <laughs> yeah but that was pretty much the extent of my week. Um, I got to play some new video games. I well, I played NHL again for the first time in months. Oh boy, I've still got it. Eh. I've still got the. You are the still best got the talent. If you ever had it, you are the best out of all of us. Thanks, I don't Bill. know. <laughs> He's best offensively out of all of us. Yeah, all around, I'd take me over Corey. <laughs> I, I had those fighting words. I think we could do a best out of. Best out that of sounds tray. like a challenge. When I come down, Corey, we'll do it. I don't even have the game. I played with one of my friends. Your friend can come over. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I was actually surprised because he's been playing nonstop. And, uh, you know, I haven't played since the last time I played with him several months ago. And it, he beat me in both games we played. They were one-goal games, though. Um, I don't know. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. Did you guys random teams? We didn't the first one just because I hadn't played in so long. I just wanted to play as the Rangers. But, yeah. Uh, the, the second one we did random. Well, I'm not going to use the Sabres. <laughs> well, you want to blame you. You want to score some goals, don't yeah. you? <laughs> Brutal. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break and be back with our main segment on the April Fool's jokes right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 141 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our main segment, which is uh, we're going to be re- kind of recapping and, and picking our favorite uh, April Fool's jokes. What was the other thing you wanted to do, Corey? I already forgot. Uh, the ones we wish were actually real. There you go. That's a that's a good one. Uh, uh, yeah, of the of the jokes, which which one we actually thought or hoped would be would be reality, but. Um, and one of them actually might be, but we'll get into that when we get there. Uh, I'll start first one. Uh, Makers of Rain for the PS3 announced new game called Snow. I think that was adorable. They even had a, like a uh, a picture of the city that's in rain, but it's snowing and it's got the logo saying Snow. I thought that was funny and cute. It is cutesy. So yeah, and they had um, what did it say on the screen? It was funny, whatever it was, like you only know in the snow or something silly, like yeah, something wrong. Yeah, on the on their their image for it. 
It was adorable. Go ahead, Corey. Oh, it was uh, a tale only a tale only the snow knows. Uh-huh. And then at the bottom in small print it said never coming. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that part. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, let's see here. Nestor was allegedly added to the Smash Bros lineup. Uh, I didn't know who Nestor was. Did you guys are you guys familiar with Nestor? He nope. was an he was a Nintendo Power. Character. Yeah, that's why I don't remember that being a character at all. Uh, I don't either, but I, the name sounds familiar, but I don't remember. Like I didn't remember seeing Nestor anywhere, you know. Yeah. Surprisingly, but. the rumor didn't come from Nintendo itself. It came from a website called Operation Power Up, uh, which is another thing I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. I guess you know, as a marketing tool, an April Fool's prank is pretty good. Yeah, yeah we should have right. done one. You yeah. get yourself a little exposure. Next year sure. we'll cook up something real good. Yep. We should. We should start now and, and start really piecing something together. Yeah. And multi-layered. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, Corey, you can start doing that as soon as we're done. Right. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, it also, along with it, include, included 10 images of Nestor uh, in the game. So they actually went to the through the efforts of, uh, you know, Photoshopping screenshots of Smash Brothers with Nestor fighting in them. <laughs> And that's what that's what I like about this is a lot of them a lot of them do spend some time on on making their their joke seem believable. You I know? don't know yeah. if I like that, Dan. No, I want them working on actual games. Yeah, I, this th- it seems like something more like the marketers right. for the for the game work on, and not so much the developers. You know, yeah. well, in this case, it was just uh, Operation like a Power website. Up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. That's fine. Right. They got nothing but time on their hands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, next one, bobblehead mode in Guild Wars 2. Uh, characters received an update that gave them giant wobbly heads. Uh, it looked real silly on the on the screen. I should have booted it up and tried it myself. I'd never even that never crossed my mind on April Fool's Day. Oh well. I wish I had played because I heard that one was was pretty funny. Yeah, like every character, everybody's pet, everybody's minions, they all had bobbleheads. Yep, giant heads. Um. Big uh, head mode. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, harmless. I, I I mean, it probably was annoying, but it was only only temporary. So <laughs> that, was a, that was a good one. I'm playing a video right now if you're in the chat. So uh, okay. It's pretty funny. Nice. <laughs> People swimming with these giant heads. Oops, sorry. I forgot to put my phone on silent. <sighs> Don't let it happen again. Do I get a strike for that? Dock your pay. Pay dock? Yep. That's my, that's my go-to punishment. Dock your pay. Corey's been... Stocked, paid a lot. Yep, he has. Bowl of cereal this morning cost him. All right, go ahead, Corey. Phil Fish came out of retirement on April 1st. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted, I'm back, Fez 2 is back on, exclamation point. Uh-huh. Now, here's <laughs> was the thing. Was he joking? That's, that's, that's my thought. Was he really joking, or did he use April Fool's Day as a chance to announce that Fez 2 is back He's on? He's such a jackass. That's something he would do, right? That's what I thought. The coverage that I read said, you know, knowing him, who knows? Exactly. It could it yeah. could be legit, and it, prob- and it might not be. It's probably just going to get released one day. Yeah. You know? It's just going to come it's out. It's going to come out. I think you're right. I hope it does. I do, too. That'd be and great. he's going to yell at people if they don't like it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Dark Souls 2 Easy Patch, announced by GameSpot, and it linked, actually, to the... Uh, official Japanese website for Dark Souls 2. Uh, it was in Japanese, but I went through the trouble of translating it 
to see if it was uh, GameSpot's joke or the Dark Souls 2 developer. It was GameSpot's joke. And this is one I actually I kind of read in passing, and it seemed legit. So I this is one I actually kind of believed. Uh, I'm with Dark you, Dan. S- That's my exact note on that was that the article was extremely plausible. Yep. Um, because they, they, they mentioned how they wanted to make Dark Souls accessible to more players. And I know, like, that's not something the fans of the game wanted. But I'd have it, been so pissed. I, and that's, that's, that was my thought. I think the people that play Dark Souls would not have been happy about that because part of the fun of the game is the difficulty. Yeah. Uh, but I did see, the, see that one as being plausible, and I, I didn't dismiss it right away as being an April Fool's joke. Actually, I pulled a brief quote from the, the press release. You want me to read it? Yeah. While the majority of our fans prefer the intense difficulty of Dark Souls 2, fan feedback and user testing have revealed that it's also the biggest barrier to bringing new players into the experience. We wanted to introduce an item that makes the game more manageable for newcomers. Yeah. Like I said, it seemed, it seemed legit to me. I didn't even I didn't even think about that you know, possibly being I could false. see that one yeah. getting through to you. Yeah. And, the, and on April Fool's Day of all times. The question I ask, though, does that make it a good April Fool's prank or a bad one? Because it's not much fun, you know? Right. I don't know. Well, I guess it depends what you want out of your April Fool's. Yeah. I, I think to they, actually be fooled, I think that was that, a good one. Uh, I was, I was going to say, that. I think that was their goal, was to make it seem legit. So, in that regard, it was a good one, I think. So, okay, go ahead, Corey. Octodad, Dadliest Catch. Multi-dad mode. <laughs> Coming out April 1st, 2015. Nice. Just a multiplayer for Octodad. I, I, I guess it would make more sense if I had played Octodad and knew what that game was all about. I, I kind of know. I, no, I, I, but it's like, I think we talked about it before, but you play as an octopus that's posing as a, as a dad. <laughs> and you can't get caught. <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, manipulate, because, like, he's all, you know, floppy. He doesn't have any bones or anything. So you have to, I guess the control is manipulating yourself so that you look like you're actually doing these things. <laughs> so you don't get caught. So you don't get caught. <laughs> that's brilliant. I can't that wait to play good. that. Uh, that's, that's one I am going to get, definitely. Yeah, me too. So. That, was, that was good. Okay. Uh, next, Garrus Vicarian body pillow showed up in the Bioware <laughs> store. For all you uh, Garrus Vicarian, you know, people that love Garrus Vicarian, the, the body pillow was Will. in the Bioware store. If I knew so you that. Could, you could snuggle. How much? I think it was a joke. I don't, they didn't have a price? I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't I look at the actual page. They also it. had, um, it was the Bioware store. Yep. It was their prank. Um, they had the Garrus body pillow in the Varric chest toupee. <laughs> 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 which was pretty gross looking because you know Varric has a lot of a lot of chest hair <laughs> i don't remember Varric. he was in uh uh dragon age yeah that's why I don't he was remember. the dwarf guy in dragon age with the bow okay go ahead Corey. blizzard announced a 2d fighting game called blizzard outcast Vengeance of the Vanquished. Van- Vengeance of the Vanquished. Uh, from what I got, ga- I read the the page that they had set up and everything, and what I gathered is that it was just outcasts, like outcast characters, you know, maybe like peons from Warcraft and stuff like that, in a Mortal Kombat style fighting game. That would probably be um, fun. Yeah, they had they made a, like a little video and stuff, and it, it looked, you know, pretty cool. But uh, 
the, the part that I thought was kind of funny is that the game is included with the game is a 32 button fight stick. <laughs> 32 button. <laughs> and their FAQ was pretty good. Like the, one of the questions was, "Are you guys for real?" And they answered, "I have no idea why you would doubt us, but yes, we are intent indeed making this game for realsies." Huh. <laughs> so maybe it's another one that they are actually making. You know, I don't a, so. not as like a, even a side project for, you know, a little free downloadable game. No, well, some of them, I, we'll talk about some of them, they they actually did make the game for. Right. And, you know, the joke was that they were joking with it, but, you know, tried to make it sound like they were taking it seriously. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you know, I thought Escape Goat 2 would probably come out on April Fool's Day for that very reason, but brought a little watch, earlier. Watch, your, watch yourself, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Tread carefully. You're on, you're on thin ice. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, Francis plays first 30 minutes of Half-Life 3, uh, <laughs> which was just a video of him sitting there. It's just his face, and he's eating a celery stick and drinking a bottle of soda, and he's picking his, p- picking his teeth, and he's just going, hmm. Eh. That's the entire video. <laughs> it's great. That's pretty good. It's great. Uh, yeah, I really like that one. I, wa- that I probably watched like 10 minutes of it, expecting something to happen, that, but the whole was joke was it's just... You know, he's playing yeah. Half-Life, Half-Life 3. 3. Oh, it was, it was it was good. Well played, sir. Well played. Are you putting the Francis plays? A lot of mouth breathing, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of mouth well, breathing. You might suspect. <laughs> it was good. You might suspect. Watch me play 30 minutes of Half-Life 3. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's just him. <laughs> Uh, well, that's playing. IGN um, reported that EA was going to add or was releasing Optimus Prime DLC called Titanfall Prime, and it actually had uh, a video game gameplay trailer with Optimus Prime in there. Uh-huh. That was pretty cool. Uh, I think a lot of people would have really liked that to actually happen. Yeah, even a skin of of Optimus Prime to be in Titanfall yeah. would be would be really neat. Uh, but they also had the the trailer with the with the on the video was the song Prime Time by Linkin Park, too. So another you know Prime, you know, uh, confirmation. Why don't you I lay you off Linkin Park? Well, I'm not picking on Linkin Park. I'm defensive. Do you like Linkin Park? He <laughs> yeah. loves Linkin Park. Do you? Isn't I, that disappointing? I like. I don't love. No, bullshit. I don't love him. When have I ever Park. said I love Linkin Park? You, the first time we <laughs> talked about it, you were just like appalled that nobody likes Linkin Park except for you and your friends. I don't mind some of their songs. Thank you. I don't really. Well, they have one good what? song. I don't I don't listen to them. They have Thank one you, good Dan. song. This is, this is why you're my favorite. I don't. Well, I mean, I have like three or four bands I listen to, and then the rest of that, it's just a few songs I like Here and from, there. from different artists. Yeah. Faint is their only good song. Song. That's far from true. No, it's their only far song. Far from true. Anyway, let's get back awful. to April Fool's. <laughs> Will, when are you getting a tribal tattoo? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to get an LP on my arm. You guys. I don't know about you. Okay. I'm going to quit this stupid podcast. <laughs> uh, where's Oh, tweet... Uh, Tweeted from the official Frostbite Engine Twitter feed, uh, they claimed they had optimized their code for the Wii U and were bringing both Battlefield 4 and Half-Life 3 to the Wii U. 
Uh, this was actually was fairly controversial. People didn't like. Uh, yeah, this one was kind of mean. They didn't like <laughs> EA, EA making fun of the the Wii U. Well, because they um, had a series of tweets. It yeah, wasn't just that. there was a couple of them, <laughs> and everyone would be hashtag Wii U. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Though. Yeah, it's uh, funny. But but a couple things, you know, they were kind of making fun of Battlefield Four, saying that they finally optimized. They were making fun of their own game, mm-hmm. uh, saying that it finally was working right. <laughs> <laughs> So that was okay, uh, but Half Life Three w- would not run on the, would not run with the Frostbite engine, and that's going to run on the Source engine when it finally comes out. So that was a little that Another. ruffled some feathers. <laughs> I have the actual you tweets. You want me to read? Yeah, them? go ahead. Uh, Frostbite. This is from the Frostbite team. Uh, Frostbite now runs on the Wii U since it is the most powerful Gen Four platform. Our renderer is now optimized for Mario and Zelda. <laughs> And then the next one, Frostbite will power Half-Life 3 coming out summer 2014, Wii U exclusive. <laughs> that be, would never happen. That would be great. And this prompted, uh, you know, EA didn't have anything to do with this. It right, was it was Frost, the Frostbite, Frostbite team. team. Um, EA's chief operating officer, Peter Moore, called it, uh, quote, unacceptable and stupid. <laughs> so... Yeah, and they deleted the tweets. Yep. <laughs> Even though they're laughing at EA, nobody can have any fun anymore. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, let's see here. Arma Three was supposed to get some kart DLC, kart racing DLC, uh, called Arma Three Karts, and this was from Bohemia Interactive. Uh, and from their press release, here's a quote. Since, we are, since we're already in the zombie business with DayZ, we felt the next logical expansion would be to take on karting, said Jay Crow, creative director on Arma 3. <laughs> Our sandbox could not be called complete without karts, and thus we set ourselves the goal to recreate this pure form of racing. Welcome to Arma 3's world of karts. Drive, overtake, win. Nice. <laughs> you got to have a – it's not April Fool's without a kart racing DLC <laughs> joke. Right. Remember um, – the what game was it the lord of the ring it was like years ago they were doing lord of the rings karting i think yeah that it's vague <laughs> but i remember that was, it that was i think that was an ign joke you could see it though you know like legolas would be the the fast cart and then uh gimli would be the heavy slowly accelerating yeah. cart yeah you know what i mean and then you'd have aragorn would be like your your average good at everything uh-huh what Let's was make it. This is a little off topic, but what was the game where was it Wind Waker that they were they said that they were going to do a remake with with newer graphics and someone we know went to like pre-order it cuz it was it was an April Fools joke <laughs> and it was in like it was in like Game Informer or something like that. it was in a, or maybe it was in Electronic Gaming Monthly uh and the the April Fools joke was that they were doing I think it was Wind Waker um in like actual like almost like twilight princess graphics like mm-hmm. a, a a remake that way uh one of our someone that we know went to know. went to pre-order at gamestop and they were like Are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> do you know who do you remember who no i have no idea i think i have a guess do you i don't want to say on on air okay well we'll talk about it during the break if we remember okay but yeah we had someone that really was fooled by by the by an april fool's <laughs> joke so, uh, did you just you went you went Corey? Okay. Yep, your turn. Uh, World of Warplanes got UFOs. Uh, they <laughs> called them Tier Five German Kampfflugplatz Seipner One UFOs, and uh, 
it was like a UFO with the with like the iron iron cross on it. It was it was kind of cool looking. Did uh, they actually put those in the game? Yeah, I guess. Was it one of those that they just put in for a day kind of thing? Yeah, um, and all players got one for free to to play as. So I thought that was kind of cool. So well, speaking of that. Um, things they actually implemented in the game for a day. League of Legends removed the mana and energy costs. Um, it was an actual, it was a game mode feature they, a feature game mode they had for like a week, but uh, for April Fool's they said it would remain permanent. P- permanent part of, of League of Legends. Mm-hmm. That probably I set get, people off. Well, yeah. no, I, no, I guess people really liked it, because you just spam your abilities constantly, you don't have to wait for and cooldown. you know they obviously it's not it's just something to have fun with you know not yeah not to, i think it's like a grift ball kind of thing yeah you know? exactly oh, okay. it's just just something to to play around with and and try out you know okay so okay uh kickstarter claimed they were rebranding themselves and dropping the e out of their name so you would spell kickstarter k-i-c-k-s-t-a-r-t-r like doesn't flicker do that flicker yeah exactly yeah. um that was silly Here's from their press release, Dan, for that, uh-huh. uh, called "Drop Kickstarter Drops the E. We've always been environmentally self-conscious about our decisions to add the E. By changing back to Kickstarter, without the E, site-wide, we reduce load time and bandwidth use across the board. Based on our current user base and daily page loads, dropping the E will actually save us and you a collective 14 terabytes of data usage annually. We've reduced our site's carbon footprint by over 9%, and we didn't even have to switch our font to Garamond. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay, I like that. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, Destiny, Bungie announced the Destiny Collector's Edition. For $7 million, you can go to Mars. Wow. If I had $7 million, I would go to Mars. It showed on, on their, I don't know if there's a press release, but it's a skeleton just sitting there with like a, a Destiny crate in front of it. That's probably what would happen to you if you got sent to Mars. It was silly. Okay. Uh, Google Maps Pokemon Challenge, uh, where you can find Pokemon in Google Maps. That's That was an actual thing. Uh, the joke was Master Collectors would be able to get a job at Google if you collected all the Pokemon. Master Collectors. Yeah. I uh, caught one. Did you? Yeah, I caught Dragonite. Oh, nice. Went to New York City. Or er, the Pokemon Center in Seattle. One of those. I don't remember where I went. Oh, that's cool. I went somewhere and caught Dragonite. Yeah. You just tapped him. Uh hit cl- or catch or something. Oh, that's cool. Sophie caught some Pokemon, too. Nice. I thought, that was, me the link. I thought that was a cool, uh, neat neat thing to do. Could you imagine? Yeah, we have a, we got a feedback about that, too. Okay. Um, came in right before we started, I think. Mm-hmm. I should have did all of it, so I got a job. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Someone I follow on Twitter, had, had she had caught all of them, so. Yikes. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, you might know her, Allison Hayslip from she was on G four. Oh, nice. She was like a correspondent on Attack of the Show. Oh, uh, this is totally not related to anything we've just been talking about, but I wanted to mention uh, we will have an E three correspondent this year. Oh, we are. Our friend John Liga. Nice. Is he going? And uh, yep, he's oh. going, and he wants to call from the show floor while we're recording. Oh, that's fantastic. Dude, that is awesome. So we'll have to make sure to record at a time he's there. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, any pictures and videos and stuff that he wants to take too? Well, he doesn't have a smartphone. Well, can he fucking get one? 
Maybe we could uh, we could send him one sponsorship <laughs> or a camera of some sort. Either that, or we're docking his pay. This is the <laughs> same guy who didn't have a cell phone, like a, a cell phone, cell phone, any kind of phone, until junior year of college. Now let's not make fun of him because of that, because I don't have a cell phone either. Why don't you use off, Corey? <laughs> yeah, but you're not back off. You, you're not you know twenty years old and in college. That's true. I also have a, a cell phone replacement in a, in a small tablet. So, well, he would carry around. Something. He would carry around a little slip of paper with everybody's phone numbers on it. Nice. <laughs> really? I like his yeah. style. I like his. Yeah, style. it sounds like I'm teasing him, but you gotta love love John to, John to death. Yeah, he's a good dude. Okay. Um, uh, my turn or yours? No, go ahead. I think I've I've finished my gaming ones that I had written down. Okay, I've got quite a few smaller ones. Uh, Persona 5, the Seek Emancipation trailer. Did any of you guys watch that? No. 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 Nobody really knows what it's all about. It's supposedly creepy. (laughs) That was Um, one of the headlines. Okay, it is is actually an April Fool's joke because I'm on the Persona YouTube page and it says Seek Emancipation trailer April Fool's. But it is uh, supposedly the trailer to Persona 5, but it is extremely violent. Like disgustingly gory. <laughs> I like uh, that. I skipped ahead. If you're in the chat, you're, you're you're able to see what I'm talking about right now. But just people getting decapitated and exploding, and guts <laughs> and blood, and fingers being sliced off, and it's Aww. it's pretty nasty. It's a downer, then. Yeah, okay. uh, I you know April Fools. It's not funny. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. Maybe that's a cultural thing that I just wouldn't understand. Right. Well, I mean, doesn't Japan have a lot of uh, of the um, the bloodbath type of type of movies? Yeah, they have. Yeah, a lot of anime is is like that. Yeah. Um. What's yeah. It, what's it called? Slasher slasher films. That's that sort of stuff. Don't they have a little more of that over there than we do over here? I'm not sure because, uh, you know, traditionally the West is much more violent than the East. Right. Um, I don't know. Okay. I can't speak from firsthand experience. Yeah. Nuclear Throne switches to first person to a first person shooter, uh, and this was announced by Vlambeer, the developer of um, of the game. It's a it's nuclear Nuclear Throne is like a top down shoot 'em up. Um, so it was kind of funny that they decided to, and they announced this on their Steam community page to change directions and become a first-person shooter. Uh-huh. Um, and they said, we would like to announce that Nuclear Throne is now a first-person shooter. People that own Nuclear Throne on Steam can access the game through the FPS, blah, 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 beta branch to access it, restart, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you know what? I pulled out the wrong quote. That's why that didn't mean anything. But essentially, they just talked about, you know, they built it up saying how you know, because of development requirements and all this other stuff and lots of consideration, you have to change games, whether it's um, for whatever reason, but we really think this is in the best interest of Nuclear Throne. Uh, We hope you keep playing, like all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's actually, they actually had like a playable version of the game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really scaled down and, you know, very simple, but I don't know. Apparently people liked it. So maybe they will make a a version (laughs) as a first-person shooter. Maybe. Okay. But that was kind of satiric, too, because, you know, like, first-person shooters are the yeah the thing. Yep. The thing that sells, anyway. Mm-hmm. The flavor. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, Happy Reaper the Game was announced by... Blizzard had a bunch of these, a bunch of April Fool's jokes. Uh, this one was called Happy Reaper, and they called it the true Diablo experience, uh, but it's just a Flappy Bird clone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, of, of the Reaper and the the final boss of the expansion. Uh, okay, that's yeah. cool. Yep. And that one was also playable. You could play it in your browser. So nice. good for them for actually making a Flappy Bird clone. Yep. Probably took pro- 15 I was, was going to say, it probably took them no time at all, but... Yeah. Speaking of Blizzard, they announced StarCraft II Legacy of the Void renamed. They renamed, I think it's I think it's a DLC or an expansion pack or something. Heart of the um, Swarm? They, what? Uh, Heart of the Swarm is the expansion. They renamed that. Legacy of the Void, it might be like DLC or something. Oh, okay. Um, but they renamed it to Herald of the Stars. Uh, and I guess the joke they said was because gamers like the name Herald of the Stars. <laughs> that was like the extent of the joke. Uh-huh. I don't know. Nice. Different strokes for different folks, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Image and Form announced the real-world mining simulator update to their game SteamWorld Dig. Um, Rusty the Robot, who is the normal character in the game, will be replaced with Malcolm McSurley, who will focus on avoiding black lung, procrastinating at work, <laughs> hanging out at the pub, and arguing with his wife. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look, your average guy. <laughs> That was pretty good. I think of all of those, of all of them, that's the one I laughed yeah. the hardest at. Uh-huh. That's good. Uh, I have a few in here that I just couldn't find information on. I don't know if they were just random tweets or, or what happened, but mm-hmm. uh, there's a few. Uh, Temple Run creators buy the Doodle Jump creators um, for $1 billion in cash. This was announced by Emanji Studios, the Temple Run people. Um, Rovio confirmed Angry Birds virtual reality in a tweet. Mm-hmm. Calypso Media, the makers of Tropico, announced Llama Simulator, uh, <laughs> and you can play as a llama living in the Tropico universe. <laughs> this one was kind of sad. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic three announced. Yeah, um, that ruffled feathers too. Game Rant did that, but they didn't. You know, all they said was that it. It's announced and they're working on it. They didn't add any, like, fun details or anything. Right. Which kind of sucks. There's no fun in that. Uh, Naughty Dog. Change the name to Naughty Doge. (laughs) Naughty Dog. (laughs) That's brilliant. Thief went 16-bit. Square Enix Japan put this on their webpage. Um, They took the modern Thief game and turned it into 16-bit in, uh, like, a Final Fantasy style. Um, battle, line up on the side, take turns, and the only options were to steal or run away. <laughs> <laughs> this one was kind of cool, too. The WayForward Blockulus Virtual Reality announced by WayForward. Uh, you can demake your favorite next-gen games um, from their high-quality 3D graphic powerhouses to two-dimensional pixelated games. Um from their page, it said, with our new tech, you can take any modern game and instantly transform it into pixelated simplification. I think something like that would actually be really cool. Do you think that there will be a, a program that someone develops that can actually do that at some point? I doubt it. Doubt it. Seems pretty complex to go backwards Yeah, like that. Um, but that would be cool to have something like that. Yeah. Uh, more Blizzard. The World of Warcraft patch notes were updated. Um... And I'll, re- I'll just read some of the notes from the, the patch notes that I think Kotaku actually pulled out. 
New paid service, character bust. Pay to de-level any character back to one, removing all items, mounts, and gold so you can relive the good old days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Chatting well in cat form will now be presented with poor spelling in all caps using the impact font. Mm-hmm. <laughs> due to ratings concerns, due to ratings concerns, all references to brew have been replaced with giggle juice. <laughs> <laughs> giggle juice. Um, Razor announced the Eidolon, which promised you the ability to live your life in the third person. And essentially, what it was was a wearable drone system that could monitor you and show broadcast your life to yourself in third person. That would be fun. <laughs> That would be really fun. Broadcast your life to yourself. Yeah, you use like a Google Glass and have the monitor right here and then have the drone following you in the back. That would be sweet. I told Dan this, but I actually saw somebody wearing Google Glass at work a couple weeks ago. Did you punch him? I wanted to. He looked like a super douche. <laughs> he was a, he was. Was he a was, super douche. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, you're absolutely right. He was. <laughs> okay. Swedish electronics retailer WebHolland.com announced the Half-Life 3 Xbox One bundle for $700. Um, I'm sure that was one of several Half-Life 3 jokes. I would say Francis's was the best. Yeah. (laughs) This is one... I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys right now is the one I wish was real. Uh, Think Geek's interactive portal shirt. Mm, Um, Think Geek is a retailer that sells a bunch of geeky kind of custom items. Um... And this was two shirts, one blue, one orange, uh, with the portal circle on the fronts of both. And they're each fitted with an LCD display and a 5.8 gigahertz camera. So whatever is visible in front of one of the shirts will appear in front of the other shirt. That's That's awesome. That's really cool. Wow. Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, And it was 100 bucks, and I'm like, that sounds kind of reasonable. And I clicked to buy it, and it took me to, like, this joke page. Um but they did give you the option, um, which of these products would you like to see become real? And I checked that one. Yeah. That's that fabulous. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just a couple more here. S2 Mobile announced Flappy Bastion. Flappy <laughs> Bastion. Flappy Bastion. This one was actually pretty good, too, because it was actually a video of them talking about their new game, Flappy Bastion, and the one guy was talking about how they wanted to focus on bringing gamers new experiences they've never had before. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, and that's why we're proud to announce Flappy Bastion. Nice. And it's just, it's, a, it's uh, yeah, another Flappy Bird clone. Um, pretty funny. Sony announced Sony Power Food. This was via a press release. Uh, Sony Electronics, the leader in innovation, announced the latest in fuel gadgets. Sony Power Food, a new way to keep your Sony gadgets charged anytime, anywhere, without being constrained by traditional power sources. Now the same types of fuel you, fuel you use to power yourself, cake, cereal, and energy bars can be used to power your favorite electronics without hassle. And it was just a series of images of like pieces of cake with a charge cord coming out uh-huh. of it. <laughs> It was pretty good. That's funny. Uh, and that's it. That's all I have. Okay. I got two more uh, not gaming related. The first one is uh, from NPR. I don't know if you guys said this, but uh, they put out a fake article headline that said, uh, why doesn't America read anymore? 
Um, and then when you clicked on the actual article, all it said was, congratulations, gen- genuine readers. Happy April Fool's Day. Uh, we sometimes get the sense that some people are commenting on NPR stories that they haven't actually read. If you're reading this, please like this post and do do not comment on it. Then let's see what people have to say about this story. Best wishes and have an enjoyable day. Your friends at NPR. You can only imagine what all the comments oh, said. Oh, man. That's great. Uh, I thought that was brilliant. That is brilliant. Um like I said, so, not not gaming related, but yeah. some of the best ones were like the people that like immediately launched into Democrat and Republican things. Oh, yeah, God. oh yeah, like immediately without obviously not reading the article. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was fantastic. That was that was very well played. I can't even take these people. No, uh, and then there was one that actually this is this one actually got me, and I, I read it late. Uh, I was on Reddit. My guard was down because I was you know I was late. I was kind of getting ready for bed uh and they've gotten into the giggle juice. yeah yeah exactly that the headline was that cat Cal, Cal, yarn croak croak uh who's the predators prospect that they got from detroit in the leg trade uh was suspended from the predators uh inside was a picture of a tweet from the official predators twitter account saying that he had been suspended by the predators for wanting to go back to sweden to play in his home country um i was like great because there had been whispers of this sort of thing um floating around so i was like great <laughs> It finally happened, but I I, I sat there for like a, probably a minute uh, in disbelief. But finally, I was like, "Wait a minute, April Fool!" And I clicked on the comments, and sure enough, the the guy had uh, I think photoshopped the actual Predators Twitter and and put in that put in the headline and stuff. So oh, wow. it was it was a well done prank, but it it definitely <laughs> got me and and happened with Radulov. So well, exactly <laughs> that they have a yeah. track record of that sort of thing happening. So. But it was an April Fool's joke, so that was good. That's just cruel. It was cruel. I was very distraught over that for a few minutes. <laughs> uh, so, okay, which uh, which one do we do we think is uh, most uh, do we wish was plausible? Fez two for me. I'm going with Fez two also. Boy, I don't know. Either that or the the Razor drone thing that follows you around. <laughs> I think that would be great. I would have a lot of fun with that. I'm going with portal t-shirts. Yeah, portal t-shirts. that's what I was thinking too. That's that's the coolest. How would you? I mean, Knights it? of the Old Republic three would be cool, but I'm not really going to give them credit for because it wasn't very creative, right? So you just have to walk around with somebody wearing the shirt too at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it'd be fun for a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wear it all the time. <laughs> yeah, think but... about it. You could you could like. You go pee and bend over, and <laughs> Wiener will show up on the other shirt. I, I don't want to see your cock and balls, Corey. Uh, you wouldn't have to look down at your shirt. Everyone else would have to see it. That's true. <laughs> you could do some good stuff with it, that's for sure. It'd be fun to go out a night of drinking. <laughs> yeah, really mess with people. I was going to say, you'd blow people's minds yeah, with would. that. Oh man! Especially if they were doing other things aside from drinking, yeah, It'd really blow their mind. <laughs> and for a hundred bucks, I mean, they they could probably do that for a hundred bucks, right? Yeah. Well, I, they're working on the flexible uh, LCD yeah, the, panels. Yeah. So that's something that uh, maybe not doesn't exist right now, but a few years from now, that's something that, that, that they could definitely do. That's cool. Yeah. Well, they have. I mean, they have LED shirts now that chain they have um especially 
ones that do like you know if you're listening to music you can see an equalizer that with all the yeah. levels that go up and down they have ones that listen to the sounds around you and react hmm. yeah the led lights on the shirt yeah that would be interesting i'm still uh holding out for that the phil fish thing is real though that he actually is working on fest i bet you it'll come out yeah he's just gonna release it someday yeah you guys are that excited for fest 2 I no, really, but I don't care about the other stuff. I really liked Fez. I think Fez twos would be sweet. So. I thought Fez was fun too. I just, I guess that was just the coolest one to me. Yeah, yeah, okay. or the one that I would get the most use out of. All right. Anything else? Best one. Best one. Uh, well, I, I think mine was the NPR one, but uh, other than that, like as, as far as great. far as gaming, I think the Francis one I thought I thought was the best. Um, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> just to close, I, I don't know if he picked his nose at all, but that would have that would have added to it. <laughs> right over the top. Yeah, but he, he spends a lot of time picking his teeth because he's eating like a giant celery stick, <laughs> that, and he's just crunching and you know you know how it goes. Yeah, uh, it's so good. Yeah, I like Francis. I'll give Google some credit, too, for theirs, because that was just fun. Which yeah. one did they do now? The Pokemon Master yeah. oh, okay. challenge. Um, yeah, and the S2 one with the the Flappy Bastion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Glover. pretty funny. Um, I don't know. I wish we had done one. Next year. We're, you're going to start working on it right after we're done, so... Yeah, it'll take us a year to execute anything. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> yeah, we are slow to react. To Maybe things. we ought to work on it for the following April Fools. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. <laughs> we'll really bring out the heavy guns that year. And it'll we'll do it, and it'll just be terrible. <laughs> two years in the making. <laughs> but that'll be the joke. Yeah, that it took us two years to come out with a joke that that was that bad. It'll it'll be a Half Life Three joke, but Half Life Three will have already come out. <laughs> and then we'll have to start all over. Which actually would be kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Ironic. Yeah, it would be ironic. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with what we played right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Episode 141 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Will, why don't you get us started with what you played? I beat Infamous Second Son. Hey, well done. Hey, Willie! Woo! 100%, yeah. 100% of the good side. I think I probably put around 20 hours into it. Put a lot of time into it. Okay. I sat down and played it for like 
eight hours until I beat it. It was probably about 20 hours for yeah. me, too. I still love that game. Yeah. I'm uh, going to do my playthrough with the uh, the bad. The evil playthrough. Yeah, the I evil playthrough. I can't believe you guys like that game that much. Uh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I really like it. Um, I'm, I think I might get every trophy. For whatever reason, my trophies aren't syncing for my PlayStation. You uh, have to go in and, like, sync it manually sometimes. I, I tried I to that. I that, too. I tried that. It didn't work. Your PS4 is broken. Oh, God. And it just says you. I get seventy five percent, and it gives me some error code. So I tried to manually sync them, and it was, gave me the same error, error code. Hmm, that's weird. Yeah. So I don't know what to do about that. But anyway, I want to get every trophy for it. So that's what I played a lot of. I also played some more Dynasty Warriors Eight. Loving that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I also picked Bravely Default back up. Uh, that game's kind of hard when yeah. you start off. Yeah. Uh, I get killed a lot. My characters are kind of weak. Yeah, I turned the difficulty down. Did you? Yeah. Until you start building up your abilities, you're you're fairly powerless. Okay. And Corey kind of had the right idea with, at the beginning, turning the encounters all the way up so you level up faster. faster. I think I'm, like, level 13. Everybody's level 13. I'm doing the, the quest where you get the thief um, job and the merchant job. Okay, yeah. So it's, like, the first side quest. I'm, like, maybe four or five hours in. Those are kind of hard, yeah. Yeah, like, I fight the, the boss, and the two thieves are, like, insanely powerful, and I use all my... Because Ring-A-Bell is my black mage, uh-huh. and he does the most damage by far. Yeah. Um, but can't take a hit. Can't take a hit, and then he runs out of um, mana. Same with um, Agnes, who's my white mage. And you, you can't afford either's, probably, at, no. that, at that point. Ring-A-Bell's your black mage? Yeah. I think I had him as a, like a monk. He was he was my monk initially. Yeah, I mean, that was a while ago. Yeah. Will, do you get any street passes ever? Uh, when I go to Broom, yeah, but it's like the same four or five people. Yeah, like what I do is um, like Dan said, you know, I turn up encounters all the way, and I have it auto battle in at the top speed, so battles are really quick. Um, and I usually wipe them out with my first guy attacking because I brave three times. Okay. And get four attacks. So my guys are really high level, and then when I get to bosses, I don't even mess around. I just summon somebody, and they usually kill it in one hit. Really? Yeah. That's why that game's kind of broken to me for that reason. Wow. Okay. You're just a genius of tactics. Yeah, Corey. you're smart then. I don't think it's intelligence. I mean, the tools are there in front of you. It's just a matter of uh, figuring it out. Doing you got to have you know, the intelligence to figure it out, and I sure as hell don't. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know. Like even just summoning, like anytime you're at a boss, just summon somebody you street tagged and you know yes if they're high enough level they'll wipe it out in one hit some of the ones i have are like thirteen thousand power attacks yeah yeah it's insane i must have got unlucky because i did i did a stomp attack with somebody i summoned and it did like 90 okay so i must have just might gotten, have been a low level yeah i might have just gotten unlucky i should street pass you dan and eric and Corey when you come in again well i'll have to friend you on it because you I, I think the ones that you're actually friends with you can reuse oh really everyone else you really can't so okay and my characters are all in the 50s, so... Okay. Um, that, that'll definitely help you. Yeah, I'm, like, level 13 with everybody, and everybody's, like... I think I have two monks, which is Tiz and uh, whatever her name is. The one that starts with an E. Agnes. Ed, 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 Edia. Oh, Adia? Adia. And then I got um, a black mage and a white mage, mm-hmm. is what I have right two now. Two monks, huh? Yeah, I'm going to make one a knight. I just wanted to level up somebody a okay. little bit more, because I know when you like go to another level all the stuff like goes back down yeah so i wanted to have you know more abilities unlocked for the monk before i mm-hmm. uh, uh get a knight i don't know who will make a knight though maybe tiz i like tiz look as a knight better mm-hmm. looked cooler 
But yeah, I'm plugging away at that slowly but surely. It's like, what, a 60-hour game? Uh, eh. I'm at 50 hours right now, and I'm not. Close? Not really. It's prob- <laughs> I, I think when I finally finish it, it will have been 75 to 80 hours, I would have to guess. Oh my god! I still I play I play it occasionally. I the kids have been a pain this week, so I haven't had any time. Uh, but I still you know I'll pop in and do a few battles occasionally. Wow! Yeah. So yeah, that'll it's a doozy. That'll take me a while because yeah. I do I play like maybe an hour or two when I'm laying in bed at night. Yeah. So it's a multiply doozy. that by hundred. But yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. I'm having fun with that. It's taking me a while to level up my jobs now because I only get like four or five JP points a, a fight. Junior part of your points. Junior part of your points. Job points, Eric. Oh. But uh, so that takes kind of a while. I get impatient sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you have your guys net linked? I don't know what that is. A bill of the a bill link. A bill link, yeah. Yeah, if you if you a bill link, then you can use like if you, you a bill link with a friend. And uh, then you can use some of the unlocked abilities from your friends that you have. Really? Thing, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I skip all the, most of the dialogue and. Uh, That's tips. something I just recently figured out oh. how to do. Wow. So, and I've, like I said, put over fifty hours into the or about I think fifty one hours okay. to do it. So, so you just recommend grinding until I'm overpowered. I would grind a little bit, yeah. Okay. Maybe spend an hour just just grinding. Do do like auto yeah, auto battle, turn up the encounter rate. Now, how do, you, how do you do that? It's in config configurations to turn up I think the you just, encounter auto rate. Auto battle, you just press like X or something. Yeah, at the beginning. And then you press the, the shoulder button to speed, speed up, up the speed of the battle. Yeah. yeah, I have the speed all the way up. So what, you just bring over the little side thing on the bottom screen and then find where the options is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I'll do that then. Um, I play a little bit more Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Corey. Was that the one with the hats? Is that the one you were referring to? No, that's Bravely Default. That's Bravely Default? Alright. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm only at the Dorder battle where you meet Griff for the first mm-hmm. time, which his name's probably different in the, it's the War of the Lions one, it's the updated one. Right. So the names are a little bit different and classes are different. But, yeah, you know, it's weird playing on an iPhone. Yeah. Because, like, the turning is weird. Like, I have it, like, where I don't have to press one of the buttons. I just move my finger. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of weird. I don't know. It takes some while. It take, it's going to take a little bit to get used to, but... Probably be better on on a tablet, right? Yeah, probably on a tablet would be better. You know, on a you know PlayStation would be better, the right. best. But, uh, yeah, I'm playing that. Um, the other thing I played... I think this is the last thing that I played. I can't really remember. But uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, I want to hear about that. I don't think we ever, like, officially went over our thoughts on the game. Yeah. I th- people know our, know the thoughts that you two have on it, at least. Yeah. But I don't think you guys ever really talked about No, just just it. just briefly, I think, was it last week or the week before I talked about my thoughts? Because I didn't know if the NDA was up. Obviously, it's up now because the game's out. Yeah. Go ahead. So, well... It was a very sporadic moment, like purchase. I, me and one of my friends was talking about Elder Scrolls lore, and we're talking about like the Red Guards and Orcs, and how the Red Guards took over the Orcs' homeland and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and how you can actually go to like Hammerfall and stuff like that. I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. So I started to get interested into it, and I didn't have the money. So my friends like, hey, you know, I'll just buy the game for you, and you just whenever you get the money, you can give it back. And I was guy. Like, yeah, I was like, all right. So I got the five day, or yeah. Or is it seven day early? I got the early access, the most you can get. It was five, five days. So my biggest complaint from the the beta was the opening sequence. You know how long and just pain in the butt it was, where you're in the the prison, 
the soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah, I hated that. But they made it, like, probably an hour and a half shorter. Oh, okay. Which is nice. You basically just kind of go through, talk to some people, and then go to the end. An hour and a half shorter? Yeah. Wow. I'm not even kidding. That must it, have been awful. It, it was a lot. It was a lot for an opening sequence. Because you, like, die, and, like, you're in, um... I forgot what it was called. It's like the... Purgatory. Sort of. That's what it's sort of like, supposed to be. But it was way too long and boring. And when I played the beta, like, I did that, and I was like, I do not want to play this game. So I pretty much, you know, poo-pooed it right away. Yeah. But I hate... <laughs> Sorry, Will. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I hate how MMOs feel like they need to teach you everything before you start playing it. Exactly, yeah, right? You're absolutely right, Corey. And that was the problem with Final Fantasy XIV, even. Uh, I'm glad I didn't read anything. Uh, I was just like, I'll just figure this out on my own. Mm-hmm. And granted, you know, sometimes that can be a little bit frustrating, but in the long run, I think it's it's the best way to do it. And Guild Wars 2 has a really good... Um, I was going to say tutorial, but lack thereof tutorial, you know, it yeah. tells you what you need to know and then pretty much just lets you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, they did a lot of things right with Guild Wars yeah. too, which is yeah. probably my favorite MMO that's come out yeah. within the last, I don't know, out of every MMO I've played. Yeah. But, um, I will say I do like Elder Scrolls a lot more this time playing through the final game. The I've, graphics are, are actually pretty good. Yeah. I've heard that like early beta, which is what we played, wasn't as good as like the later betas even. Yeah. And then the release obviously is, well, is different. I mean, I played a little bit of the later betas, but I really wasn't just into it. I don't know if it's playing with friends too is a big part of it. Like yeah, I definitely. usually, there's like three or four people um, <laughs> that I play with. But the with me, it takes a long time to level up in that game. I don't know uh, if it's just because I get distracted easily by all the stuff in the Elder Scrolls world. Like, I'm in the Aldir Dominion or whatever. I don't know. Whatever the factions are. And I'm a dark elf sorcerer, I should say. So, you know, like, I'll just be wa- walking around and I'll be like, oh, I see some stuff that I can, like, chop some wood or, like, mine some more or pick up some jute for clothing. Okay. So I just do that, and then I get completely sidetracked from questing. Yeah. I was going to say, so, so you like to you like to do crafting a little bit, too. And, yeah. And resource collecting, and as opposed to just That's what I've been doing. I do that. levels. I'm learning how to enchant things right now, too. Um, I, like, join the mage guild and stuff like that, so I'm picking up, like, uh, runes and stuff out there, too, in the wilderness. Um. PvP is something I haven't done when you hit level 10. You do PvP on level 11. I just turned it last night. Uh-huh. So, uh, But it's like Guild Wars, apparently, from what I've heard. Oh. PvP, which I know you would like. I love Guild Wars PvP. Yeah, like there's like a map and like you collect bait like fight and take over bases and stuff like that is like how I think I think it's like world versus world. Is it persistent? Yes. Okay. I think. I haven't done it yet. I've just from what I've heard from my one of my friends that plays it. Yeah, because that's I mean that's one of the things I liked about Guild Wars, and I think more games should go the the persistent route. You yeah. know, you actually feel like you're doing something and helping your team as opposed to, you know, I didn't do I did a little bit of the structured PvP in it, but it like after the match is over, what's it matter? You yeah, know? it doesn't matter. Yeah, he showed me he sent me a picture of the map, and like our faction had like half of the map mm-hmm. are like controlled, and the other two factions because there's three factions. There's the Dagger of Fall Covenant, I don't know the other one, and the Aldermir Dominion or whatever, which is all Elder, Elder Scrolls stuff I don't even know. Like, right. I know nothing compared to some people. But uh, overall, like I'm, like I said, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like, it does take a while to level up. Um, there's a lot of places you can go. I mm-hmm. haven't even seen any of the map compared. Because, like, you scroll out, and it's all of Tamriel, pretty much, that you yeah. can go So does anything on. set it apart no. other than the setting? Not really. Uh, I think Destructoid. Uh, or yeah, the review for Undestructoid that's in progress right now says it best. It's like I wouldn't recommend this to people who aren't 
that big into Elder Scrolls. Uh, that's the driving force for it. Yeah. yeah. People who play MMOs a lot will be like, this is nothing really different. So, I just have to... It has to a good so, uh, Metacritic user score. Yeah, I do like Elder Scrolls, which is why I did want to get it. Yeah, right. so. so, it's not different from a regular MMO, but it does have a lot of Elder Scrollsy things? Yeah, it's very Elder Scrollsy, I'd say. Um, a lot of the lore is in there. Like the first, like there's like the religion aspect in there too, which is kind of cool. Like I got something that I need to take to the shrine of Mara. Oh yeah. So there's that. A lot of the Daedric stuff, like when you're doing quests, like the Daedric just kind of show up and mess everything up, and you you know, quest to you Damn, know, either side with them or not. <laughs> Dan you, wants to get it. Dan's interested now. Um, uh, I mean, damn it. <laughs> it's probably one that I'm going to keep playing too because my friends play it and right. I know they're really interested into it, so I'm probably I'm probably going to get a subscription now, for it. Do we know if I get it for PS4, why am No. They're not. they're separate servers. They're separate servers, but what I do like about it though is th- it's a mega server. So North America is all on one server, Europe's all oh, on I one th- server. I don't know how it's going to work with the PS4. No, I think I think the consoles are on different servers. Servers. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, which is nice because the thing that separates people is the faction instead of the server. Like, I, when I first, the thing that sucks that made me the angriest about the game is I started the game and I was a dark elf and I didn't realize that I chose the wrong faction. I thought you could just still group with people. Right. But I was in the I was in an enemy faction, so I couldn't group with people. And I got to, like, level 8 and I had to restart my character. Oh, blows. Which sucked because I played, because, like, the early access started at 6 in the morning and the people I was with got up at that time to play it. I got up at 7 to play it. Champs. Um, and I played all the way until, like, 8 o'clock, and I had to restart my character. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I'm so oh. sorry. Yeah, I was like... Pizza rolls, though? Did you get some pizza rolls? Chinese. Okay. But I was like, I don't know how much I want to keep playing this. But once I started my new character again, and I got you get to skip the beginning once you do it for the first time. Okay. Which That's is, good of them. Which is very good of them. So you start, they start you at level 3 instead of 1. Uh-huh. But, yeah, and the game's kind of hard. Uh, so people who like you know hard like I'm love, I'm like eleven doing level twelve quests and I get stomped, uh-huh. which is weird because most MMOs you can take things that are a little bit over your right. level, yeah. But I get destroyed. I don't know if it's just because I'm not very good with the combat because it's more probably. It's kind of yeah. That's probably what it is because sorcerers are kind of hard to play as. Yeah, if you're soloing, yeah. You know? I can summon a pet, but like if somebody like if my pet's not keeping the attention of the mm-hmm. the enemy, they come after me, they kill me. But it's kinda like how Guild Wars is because like I can click as fast as I can to keep using my magic and I can like dive out of the way. And there's also my you know, hotkey buttons where I cast like spells and stuns and stuff like that. So it's kind of like how uh, Guild Wars is. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking, Dan? Uh, probably not. I can't I like can't afford it right yeah. now. I mean it would it'd be a few months before I'd be able to play it anyway, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I don't. I don't. What? It'll go on sale. Uh, yeah, I don't like the subscription fees. I don't either. Is the main main issue. Do you think they'll change it? Yeah, I kind of think they do. They will at some point. Well, I think it depends on how popular it is. True. Yeah. It is Elder Scrolls, so that gets a lot of people in. Now, Dan, would you get PC or PS4? Tough call. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It depends on. That would probably things. decide whether I got it or not. Right. Right. Well, it's not coming out until June. Right. For the PS4, so we'll right. we'll reevaluate at that yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so yeah, there's a lot. Like, there's a lot of lore in there. There's a lot of like books and stuff that you can do. It's basically Elder Scrolls, but an MMO. Right. You can cycle in from first person view, like how it is in the games, or third person. Yeah. So it's stuff like that. Over, like I said, I have enjoyed it. Part of it is because I have a lot of fr- like friends that are playing it, and like one of my other friends is getting a 
like a good computer and it's gonna get the game. So right. that helps me stay with it. Mm-hmm. I love video games. Yeah, <laughs> there's just so much I want to play. Uh, yeah, the I I talked about like I said either last week or maybe the week before. But the main things I liked about Elder Scrolls Online were the 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 little things. The when you're looking at your map, your character on screen is actually like looking at a map. Yeah. I don't know why no one thought of that before. It's cool. Uh, same thing when you're <laughs> rifling through a bag, but that's also a visual cue for your 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 people that you're grouped with that you're you know you're not paying attention. True. Um, so that's also a useful mechanic in the game. You know they can see oh you're looking through your inventory. You're it's not true. paying attention to what's going on screen. Let's not attack this yeah. this boss. And it's especially like if you're not voice chatting with with the people in your party. It, well, it's funny you mentioned that because we were all I was in a dungeon with some people that I didn't know. Like we weren't in a party or anything, but like we we're all trying to like do the same quest. So yeah. we're kind of all helping each other out. And we were mm-hmm. walking and we went the wrong way and we hit a wall. And all of us, like, simultaneously brought out our maps, yeah. and it looked really cool. Yeah. Everybody was just, like... Looking at their Yeah, at their a bunch maps. of noobs. That's yeah. one of we my favorite know. things. But, uh, yeah, overall, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Corey brought up a good point when I was talking to him about it, though, over Skype. He said when he plays Elder Scrolls, he wants it to be his world, um, not everybody else's, which is a great point. I see his point, yeah. I'm, I agree more with that, with Corey, as much as I've liked the Elder Scrolls online, and I'm going to keep playing it. Right. I prefer a, uh, you know, a solo yeah. experience because what you do affects the world and the solo experience uh not in the mmo right so you know that's different strokes for different folks i think it was also in destructoids review that said something similar to that that uh, part of their problem with the mmo formula in general is essentially like anything you do is is meaningless and that's something that they were hoping is going to change eventually with you know the the more computing power and stuff that they can actually that you can actually have an influence on the world yeah. in, in one way or another which would be cool which yeah which is something our you know our old pastime did star wars galaxies yeah exactly well, EQ, eq next says they will do building yeah building stuff because oh, rip galaxies yeah oh man that was so so good i'll never forget the around the the corellia Coronet and Corellia. Yep. There's a big halo of buildings around there, and it was all it was all businesses because that's that was like the the hub of of the game, and it was just <laughs> ring, so it was cool. it was ringed with businesses because that's where people, people would go to shop. That's so cool. And buy new equipment. And then it turned into Binghamton, New York, when they screwed it up. Yeah, it was a ghost, <laughs> it was a ghost town. <laughs> Nobody went there anymore. No, after they changed the game, no one they, they had no reason to. Yeah, so. it's like in, in EverQuest when they uh, introduced the bazaar. In the East Commons tunnel, yep. the shady swashbuckler was all cleared out. Yep. That was sad. Yeah, it was sad. <laughs> and certainly it made the game easier, but it was less fun that way. Because mm-hmm. that's where all the trades went down. Yep. Corey would skulk around there hoping people would drop stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Corey was the shady swashbuckler. <laughs> and he would take it. I got some fat so. loots. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you did that. You can't believe Corey was doing You're it? You're right, I can't. Yeah. Okay, so so you like Elder Scrolls Online? So yeah. Far? Do you guys have any questions about it at all? Nah, I'll probably watch some videos. I'll, I'll, you know what I'll do is I'll probably watch someone on Twitch play it like later. Yeah. Get a, get yeah. a better idea of what it's about. Can you stream it? I could. I'd like to. see Will him refuses play it. to stream. Yeah. Why don't, I don't you stream? I don't think he knows how. Yeah, I don't really know how. What do you mean? You're afraid broadcast. you're gonna get teased. Why would I get teased? I don't care. I'm not gonna pay attention to the chat. Really, that's my problem. It's nerdy. So what? So people know I'm on a video game podcast at this point. 
I don't think any of his friends that aren't interested and are going to pick on him are going to come watch him play Elder Scrolls. Right. Exactly. I'm going to. Well, are you going to make fun of him? Yeah, of yeah, course he is. He, you know he, every, in our group chat, he always targets me. <laughs> well, yeah, when he's a few beers in. <laughs> right. When he's a few Bud Lights in. Big, big queen. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, that's... I that's think that's the, all I've been playing. I'm interested to well, look at it. Well, when you get your new graphics card, I will show you a very easy way to stream. Okay. Because that's, that's what I use on the computer. I don't use XSplit or anything like that. I think graphics card is going to be the first thing I yeah. uh, get, so. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. Okay. Did you play anything else? Ah, man. I, th- I don't think so. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Eric, what about you? What do you got? Um... How much do you want me to talk about the Xbox games? Uh, you know, you can talk about Titanfall, because we already did okay. Titanfall. Uh, what are your yeah. thoughts on Titanfall? So I played Titanfall for probably two, three hours now uh, worth. On the X-Bone. On the X-Bone. I did some streaming with the, the Twitch app. Um, I like Titanfall, I guess. it's Like I said to you guys, I would never say to somebody, oh, you have to get an Xbox One to play Titanfall. Right, you don't think it's a system seller I for you? I don't at all. I know it did sell systems. I bought one. Yeah. But I don't think it's worth going out and buying one unless you're super into first-person shooters and you've, play, you've played it and you love it. Right. Then I guess yeah. you could probably get one for it. But for me, it's just kind of a fun time killer, like you were saying, Dan. Yeah. I like how the matches aren't that long. Um. The mechs are really fun. I like getting in mech battles. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like I, I don't find myself running on walls rarely ever. Really? No. Huh. I don't feel like it's set up very well to do that personally. Really? No. Okay. I I I, I think when I started, I didn't I didn't do it that much because I'm not used to playing first person shooters that way. Mm-hmm. But I think once you you get the hang of the mechanics and how how much it can actually like boost your your vertical mobility. Once you get the hang of it, I think I think you will end up using it a little bit more. I hope you do because I, I do doubt it, it. I do it all the time. I never do it. Rarely ever. I'm, yeah, that's surprising. Um, Have you rodeoed a mech yet? What does that mean? That's when you jump on the back of it. Yes. And start shooting it from. Uh, you can also jump on the. I back wasn't of your, sure what to do when I got on it. Yeah. You, 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 once you bust open the thing, you just shoot them in that little compartment. That, okay, that gets that's what I did up. the second time. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you got to be careful because a lot of people use the lightning storm. Yes, uh, and that kills you. Like once you jump now, on what the is, Titan. What is the lightning storm? That's what the, what the big cloud. Okay. That, that puffs out around the Titan. Okay. Yeah, so you got to be careful because that'll kill you, you yeah. every time. Now would that also set off the nuclear? No, they would have to eject to do that, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Which I use and get a lot of kills from. Yeah, because you... they hang like especially if you if you're fighting someone that yeah. likes to punch like exactly. I do. Yeah. Um, they'll. That'll kill the the titans that are in the area. Yeah. Do you use burn cards ever? I do, but only because they're there. Because yeah. they're so yeah. I'm the same way. I try to use them just so I use them. I get a lot of use out of the um, boosted mech weapon because I use the mech weapon a lot. Oh uh-huh. yeah, okay. Um, which which mech anti mech weapon do you like? I don't know. I don't. I, I have pretty basic stuff. Okay. I use the sidewinder, which is fires a lot of missiles. <laughs> Uh, I don't not have not that. not targeted. Mine's targeted and it fires one missile. Okay. The archer? Maybe. Rocket? It's whatever you start with. I think it's the archer. Okay. I think I'm like level 15-ish. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm starting to unlock everything now. Right. And customize weapons. 
Um, the as far as the six versus six, I don't feel like I see pilots nearly enough. Right. Personally, I find I find the the grunts or whatever you see a lot constantly, of those. Yeah. but I'm not seeing actual people enough. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that because at the end of the match, I'm like, oh, I got like 30 kills, but 25 of them were nobody. Right. I don't know. Wait till you get I, killed by one. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I'm sure it is because <laughs> it you got to almost try to get killed by it one. It happens. Well, what happens, like, a, I, I, the way I get killed is I, I'll be battling a pilot and I'll go yeah. around a corner and there'll be grunts standing right there and they just finish me off. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really embarrassing. Dan Murtha <laughs> died by a grunt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I don't love the six versus six. I don't feel like I see people enough, like pilots, because, right. I mean, you feel more satisfaction from killing a pilot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't feel like that happens enough. Have you kind of learned the maps yet? Not at all. I, th- I think that'll help you find pilots because you kind of know where that where they'll go. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the flow of the map down right. at all yet, um, and I don't know the you names s- of the maps. You still perform pretty well, though. I mean, yeah, no, I'm actually doing really good at it. I feel like if if I keep playing, I'll probably do really really well with it. Yeah, it's just a matter of playing it, right? Because I need to get back into Dark Souls, right? But um, Titanfall. It's a decent game. I'd give yeah. it like an eight, probably. You know yeah. what I mean? For yeah. what it is, it's fun. Yeah, it's not this the earth shattering game that it was made out to be. No, yeah, I, I agree with that. For my money, um, I was also telling you. I think the reason why I like it more so than than everyone else is because I I haven't really I didn't play any Call of Duty since the first Modern Warfare. So mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have the I didn't get the 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 fatigue from first person shooters like like you guys kind of did you know mm-hmm. it's, it's a little more new to me so sure. yeah. I think um, that's part of it I fi- it feels like to me the guns at least I've only used one gun whatever the standard the carbine. Like, yeah the carbine that's the only gun I've really used and there's no kick on it which yeah, you're right. for me is great because that's the only thing I struggle with mm-hmm. and, and the other shooters and I just like feel like I'm super accurate uh-huh. with the gun because there's no kick on it which isn't realistic, but whatever. It's a video game. Um, so I do like that about it because I feel like just for me, it lends well to me playing, uh-huh. and I enjoy that. Have you gotten killed a lot by the smart pistol? A couple times, and it's obnoxious. I fucking hate Why the smart pistol. Why the fuck pistol? would they even put that in there? I don't know. It's it's annoying. That and the satchel charge. Have Haven't... you gotten killed by a satchel charge? No. Oh, I'm shotgunned in smart pistol. That's. Uh... I got shotgunned earlier today. I got so pissed. Yeah, right? Yeah. It, was, it was stupid. Yeah. Um, a lot, I, a lot of people use the shotgun. I only come across the occasional person that uses the smart pistol. But yeah, I've it, only it seen it drives a me times. nuts. Um, I kind of feel like me using the nuclear ejection is pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Well, the the when you're uh, the faster moving Titan, the little one. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Strider. Strider. Yeah. Uh, that can like jump away really quick. So I mean, I've gotten away from it a few times, yeah. but it's just like. It's kind of cheap. It's a huge explosion. And yeah, it, and it, it is. kills anything that's nearby. And even if it doesn't kill you, you're pretty damn close to dying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Titanfall's fun. It's not earth shattering. Like I said, what I what I like to do is I like to play it for like an hour right when my son first goes to bed because uh-huh. like when I play video games, I like to set aside time and like just play and not be yeah. worried about being interrupted. And that's nice because you know if I have to help with something. Uh, I, I can just quit a match, but I'll usually play that for like an hour while yeah. while bedtime is still like in transition sure. for the kids. No, that's good. Uh, before I play, 
you know, whatever. Fun, the game more intense. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I don't see how people could play that for like eight hours at yeah. a time. I don't either. I really don't. I I will say I've liked it. The more I've played it, the more I've liked it. Yeah, that's that's what happened to me too. Yeah. Um, but like two hours tops is all I'm going to be able to play yeah. of that in, in one sitting. I think. I agree. Like when I first got my Xbox yesterday, I played it for. I don't even think it was an hour yeah. and started playing something else. Yeah. Um, now, I played on your PC. Yeah. I think it looked better on your PC. Right. Do you think it might be because you have an old TV? It could be. I don't know how much it would affect it, but I th- like on your PC, it looked fucking amazing. Yeah. I don't think it looks that great okay. on the Xbox One. I really don't. It's. I think it's all just preference at this point right. between the two. Right. I mean, you've seen both. Yeah. What do you think? Xbox. Really? Yeah. I, I feel, oh, my computer doesn't run everything on Macs, though, so. Well, have you he, seen, he has an older graphics card. I mean, yeah. did you see it on Dan's computer? I've played it on my friend's who runs it on Macs, and I looked at both, and I, th- I thought the Xbox, I thought the colors were more. There's not a lot of color to the lush. game, really. Well, I looked at. <laughs> it's um, kind of green and brown. Yeah, uh, it is. Lag- is it Lagoon? Gray. Lagoon's colorful. That's yeah. my favorite map. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the blue water mm-hmm. and stuff. I thought that looked a lot better on the X-Bone. I yeah, think, I don't know. I'm not overly impressed with the graphics. Yeah, I think it's all just kind of preference. Really. Forza, on the other hand. <laughs> Forza. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anything else you played? I played some more FIFA. Been building an Italian ultimate team up. I'm actually scoring quite a bit with that team. Um, but I've been playing single-player ultimate team, which I've never done before because it's just faster because I win every game, so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get coins to build up teams. Um, and then once I get my teams where I want them, I'll get back into the online portion of it. Right. But, uh, no, other than that, I don't think I played anything else. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I played a little Mercenary Kings, but we're going to okay. do an episode? Yeah, I think probably after the Xbox episode, we'll do okay. Mercenary Kings as its own episode. Because yeah. there's, there's kind of a lot to that game, right? Yeah. It's deeper than I thought it was. Yeah. A lot of customization and stuff. Yeah. Um, I was actually pretty close to... Seeing if anybody would be able to tune into an Outlast stream last night. I uh, thought about scaring the shit out of myself. <laughs> yeah, because you were by yourself. Yeah, your but house. I thought better of it. I was like, I'll just I'll play the Xbox. But right. I, I think I'm going to do that soon. Okay. I'll, I'm definitely wa- going to watch. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch. I almost beat it, actually. Okay. Towards the end. I saw you were playing that. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for me. All right. Sounds good. Corey. Hi. What do you got going on? I got quite a bit going on. Oh, All right. God. Uh, Escape Goat 2, I beat it. Well done. Hey! Thank you. Uh, I also beat a lot of the, or all of the, um, I saved all the goats. You only have to save, like, 15 or something to, to beat the game. Um, but there's 20 total goats, and I saved all the goats. Uh, what I didn't do is get all the secret levels. I only got one of the secret levels. And that is really freaking hard, um. So, you know, even if I was able to unlock them all, I'm not sure I could even beat them with the time that I have. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I, I played it and beat it. Are you adding that to the list, Dan? Because I, I would like a list update at some point. Yeah, I actually, I did add it to the list. Is the last game you beat before that Fire Emblem Awakening? I feel like there was one in between. That was a long time ago. I know. That's what I'm thinking. I might have missed oh. one. I could check. I'll have to. I'll go back and check my notes. Okay. Um, but you can also add Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon to that list. Okay. As well. Well done. Uh, it was kind of on a whim on one of my video game days, and I was like, I got this in my backlog. I've left it installed because I hope to go back to it. 
when I played it the first time, I didn't, I wasn't too crazy about it. I'm still not too crazy about it. I like the game's sense of humor. Um, it definitely plays on like the old '80s action flick kind of vibe. Top Gun. Uh, yeah, that that kind of you know the quotes and stuff that your character says and all that crap. It's it's pretty funny. Uh, have any of you guys beaten that? Mm-mm. No. No. I haven't. I haven't um, even fired it up yet. I've played it. You know, I played bits and pieces. Yeah. Well, towards the end, you get this item called the Kill Star, and it's like a <laughs> ninja star that you wear on your wrist and you shoot it out. Nice. And when it hits the guys, there's the like a very rewarding pop, and they just like explode. It's uh. really cool, kind of over the top. But that game just like from start to finish just escalates the whole time and gets crazier and crazier and crazier. How long uh, was it? I think it's like eight it was, hours, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I think how long to beat was like eight or ten. It's not bad. It's a fifteen no, dollar game, right? Yeah, and there's a ton of extra stuff I could have done. Uh, yeah. Like I didn't liberate all the garrisons or you know kill all the animals or anything. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it controls really well, and it's it's the Far Cry formula, so it's 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 fine. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I beat it because it's just nice to clear a game out of your backlog. Oh yeah, I, uh, I really wanted to have three games beaten for today's episode, um, and I was really hoping to get Final Fantasy VI in, but uh, no, no, I actually got to Kefka yesterday. Tried to beat him this morning when I was laying on the couch. Uh, unable to sleep. Um, and I just tried a couple times and I just couldn't. I, I think I need to retool some things. Um, yeah, you do. So I didn't. I couldn't quite beat, <laughs> retool my life. Um, I couldn't quite beat that, uh, but I was able to kill all the dragons. I've got like 26 hours on it now. I was able to. I beat all the dragons. Uh, I've got pretty much all the best items. I have all the magicite. Um, you the only extra you thing beat them? I haven't done. Well, I'm sorry. You couldn't beat them with all that. What? Like all the, you couldn't beat him with all the Magicite and stuff like that? I haven't leveled up my guys at all. Oh, okay. I'm too low a level. Um, and I ran out of items. I forgot just how long Kefka's tower was. And you have to fight, like, eight bosses or something by the time you get to Kefka. So yeah. by the time I got to him, I had, like, no ethers, no tents, no sleeping bags, no yeah. Phoenix Downs. It's just, you know, spent. Um, but there are some ways you can kill Kefka in one hit. And one of them is by using Shadow or Go-Go to throw the Ragnarok at him. Um, wow. Yeah. So maybe I'll just do that and make it easy on myself. Uh, but there are like, there's like four versions that you have to kill Kefka four different times. Yeah. Um, but the last one you can kill just by throwing the Ragnarok at him. Um, that's a great game. The only bonus thing I didn't do was the Dragon's Den, which was added in the Game Boy Advance edition and is in this the iOS port, uh, the mobile port, I should say. Um, so I'm going to do that. I've never played that, actually, even back when it was out on Game Boy. I've never been to the Dragon's Den, which unlocks after you beat all the dragons. Um, and it's kind of like a gauntlet of, you know, really extremely difficult things, and uh-huh. you can get cool items and stuff down in there. So huh. I'm looking forward to playing that. But uh, like I said, wanted to have it beat. Couldn't couldn't quite do it. Okay. It's depressing. Right. <laughs> Um, you, you brought shame to the podcast. I'm, oh yeah, how dare you? Yeah. Well, I spent all this last week getting five hundred thousand gil, um, because you need that to go to the auction house to buy the Excalibur. Oh, okay. Which you take after you get it from the auction house. You take it to the Coliseum and bet it, and you fight a Onion Knight to get a merit award. And then after that battle, Gilgamesh challenges you because the Excalibur was his sword. Um. And this is all in the advanced 
version of the game. This wasn't in the original game. I was going to say, that none of that sounds familiar. Yeah, he challenges you, and then you kill him, and then you get the Gilgamesh Magisite. Um, nice. So that's, I mean, I spent all week just fighting for gold and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, it's the greatest game of all time. Yeah. How much more can I say? Yeah. It's all right. Uh, also played more Lord of the Rings War in the North after I beat Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. I was like, why not just keep on rolling with my backlog? Um, that game's really good. I wish I had somebody to play with me because I think it'd be more fun multiplayer. It is, yeah. What system's that for? I think it's for all of them. Yeah. What are you playing it on? PC. Hmm. It's like, uh, I mean, it's... It definitely tickles the Lord of the Rings fancy that, that you have, if you're into that. Um, but it's also just like a fun kind of RPG, hack and slash. Um, but there's enough customization in there that you can, you know, do all sorts of different cool things. Uh, it can be pretty hard. Yeah. I don't know if you had that experience with it at all, Will. Yeah, I did a little bit. Some spots that got pretty difficult. Yeah, it can it can be tough, but... Uh... I really like it. I, I, I'm not sure. I think I'm still in the first chapter, and there's like three chapters or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. It's a pretty long game, I think. That I sure don't know. Maybe 15? I don't know. It feels like it's longer than that. Maybe maybe not, though. I don't know. Here, I'll look it up. Um, But yeah, that, like I said, that would be fun to actually play with somebody because it's, you, know, you play with uh, two companions, but it'd be more fun if they were human companions rather than artificial intelligence. That is kind of stupid. Yeah, I have it, uh, and I'd play with you, but I'm, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll fire it up next week. You should. Yeah, see, I'm not sure how that works if it's, like, drop-in, drop-out co-op. Oh, well, if you, you have know. to start from the beginning with uh, somebody? Apparently it's 12 and a half. Is that it? But main plus extras is 14, completionist is 22. Mm. So... What is there to complete in that? There's no, like, collectibles or anything. I don't remember, to be honest with you. It's been two years since I've played it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much just go from battle arena to battle arena to battle arena with little bits of story in between. Huh. Um, but it's good. I was, I'm actually impressed with it, and I've li- I'm liking it more the second time. Like Far Cry 3, I'm liking it more the second time around than the first time I played it. You probably just weren't in the right mood or frame of mind to play it the first time yeah that could be uh moving along a game i've been sort of blown away with by how good it is um legend of zelda link between worlds that's a fantastic just fun really all the the charms of the old school zelda games what blows you away by it i don't just how much fun i'm having with it um like i said it's it's that old school uh that old school zelda feeling you know it has that what's that uh word i'm looking for the nostalgia of the old school games but it's you know modernized and and fun and you know the puzzles are not too difficult where you get caught up too often and and just difficult enough that you feel like you're really smart when you figure them out really Um, i didn't have that experience at all well to each his own yeah but uh i you know i was kind of i didn't even know there was like a shadow world kind of thing um I don't know. I've, I'm abs- I've, I love it to death. It's it's so much fun, and uh, it's been really hard for me to put down. Um, did any of you guys other than Eric play it? No. I'm going to buy it eventually. You, you should definitely yeah, buy it. I'm going to buy it at some point, too. Um, or, Derek, do you still have it? Nope. I traded in to get the Xbox. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, it's a sweet game. And the, the Street Pass thing is kind of cool because you get Shadow Link if you Street Pass somebody who, I don't know, I think they have to have the game or have played the game. Um, their Link enters your world as Shadow Link, and you can fight him. Nice. Which is pretty cool. Uh, and there's, like, a reward. Um, what else did I really like in that game? Oh, there's, like, a, a like a home run derby kind of thing. Did you get to that, Eric? I don't know. Um, it's just, like, a mini game, but you... You, they set up a bunch of pots with gems in them and stuff, um, and they throw a, a baseball at you like in a home run derby, and you have to, depending on the angle and timing of your swing, hit the pots with the gems in it. I, I got, got pretty, pretty, pretty far in that game. I don't remember experiencing Did you get to that. the Shadow World? I think so. That's just where you slip through cracks, right? Yeah, you slip through cr- cracks. I was on the, the last other, dungeon. The other world. I only had one dungeon left. Oh, okay. You might have just missed it. Yeah, I must have. You didn't beat um, it? No. Oh. But that was a lot of fun, and if you if you get to a certain point, you get a piece of heart. So, you know, you're always kind of rewarded for taking the time and effort to, to explore or, you know, spend some time on the mini-games and stuff like that. Right. Um, I was kind of annoyed that you had to rent your items at first, but then once you get to the second world, you can just buy them if you have the, the cheddar, uh-huh. uh, which is, which is kind of nice. Um, let's see here. Oh, the only other thing I played was, and I bought it on a whim, um, Age of Wonders 3. Oh, yeah, I've been looking forward to hearing about this. Something I, yeah, um, we talked about it a while ago when it was announced, and, you know, didn't really discuss it since, but it's, it sort of, on paper, has everything I like in video games, you know, like, depth and RPG elements and strategy and, like, a fantasy setting and all that stuff. Um, and the reviews were really good for it. So it was only I think it was forty bucks thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's cheaper. Uh, so I was like, why not? Um, it plays like a King's Bounty or what are those other games where you know there's like a map and you can move a certain amount of distance within one turn and you know in doing that you can stop by and, and stop at mines and pick up money and or go to an enemy and battle an enemy. Um, and then once you get once you get into a battle, it's more strategic with a hex grid and. Um, there's obstacles and walls and stuff that you can arrange your units around, and uh, it's a really fun game. And, and all along, there's heroes, so you're equipping them with um, equipment that you find and leveling them up and managing cities, like in Civ. It's it's basically a scaled down version of of all different types of strategy games. Huh. That sounds like it's right up my alley. I think you'd like it a lot. Uh, I really like it. I've I've maybe put an hour in it. Um, hour and a half, I think I saw. Hour and a half, yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, I, I definitely recommend it if you're into those kind of games. It's, it's definitely, uh, definitely one to pick up. And like I said, the reviews for it are pretty good. I think it's got like an eighty something on Metacritic. So nice. go for it. Nice. Yeah, when I get money, I'll get it. Yeah, that's one I'll buy too. All right. Anything else, Corey? Uh, oh, uh, I forgot to mention the um, when I was at my my friend's house the other night. I got to play uh, Poker Night 2, uh-huh. which I like poker to begin with. So, you know, right away that's a bonus. And I ha- I knew nothing about the game. Apparently it's made by Telltale. Um, and you just sit around the, the table and play poker with these characters from various uh, video games. And, and like I said, Brock from Venture Bros is in there. Uh, a couple characters I wasn't familiar with, but my roommate was like, or my, not my roommate, my friend was uh, like, how could you never have heard of these guys? So apparently they're... 
they're well known, but I didn't know who they were. Uh, playing with Claptrap's a lot of fun because you never felt bad losing money to Claptrap. Right. Uh, and they're all voiced by whoever voices them. Um, so it's it's just fun. It's you feel like you're sitting around hanging out with uh, Video with these games. characters, nice playing playing poker. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't even know how much it costs or where you can play it. I mean, I played it on 360, but it was free on for PS Plus for a while. I don't know if it still is for PS3. Probably on Steam, right? Probably, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're if you like poker uh, in video games, I think there's no reason not to get it. Okay. Any else? No. Okay. Uh, so I played. I'll start with Broken Age. Uh, Broken Age, obviously, point and click adventure from Double Fine Games. Follows the story of Shea Volta and Vela Tartine, who th- through different, uh, though in different times and places, have have like a similar type of lot in life. Uh, both ki- are kind of stuck in the events of their lives, and they, they want to break free. Uh, the character Shay, who is voiced by Elijah Wood, uh, is stuck on a spaceship with overbearing computers as parents who pamper him and tend to his every need. <laughs> uh, he's also required to do missions. Uh, which involve rescuing stuffed animals from various disasters, uh, like an ice cream avalanche, uh, where he has to eat ice cream to dig out the stuffed animals. Uh, there's no danger in any of the missions that he actually does. They, that He just kind of goes through them because uh, it's something to do because um, he's kind of trapped on this spaceship. Vela uh, is picked to represent her family in the Maiden's Feast, which sounds nice, uh, but it actually means she's offering herself up as a sacrifice oh. uh, so a giant monster won't destroy her village. So... Um, that's, that's her, her lot. Um, obviously it's point and click adventure, which involves pointing and clicking. Nothing, uh, nothing really new there. Uh, but you you have the ability to switch between the two different characters at any time, which is a nice feature. If you get stuck on a puzzle, you just switch over to a, a the different character and, and, you know, experience their, their storyline for a while. You can come back to your, the puzzle at any time. Uh, but it's really just, uh, broken age is really defined by its art style. Um, I wrote that uh, the well. I wrote I lost my place. Uh, yeah, all graphics and character models in the game are hand painted, um, and move around almost like marionettes. It's a very very p- pleasing art style, uh, and any any scene in the in, in Broken Age uh, or, or any of the characters would look nice by itself as like a painting on your wall. That's how nice the 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 art style is. It's all very very well done. Um, the voice acting in, in it is is really good. Elijah Wood does a voice. Jack Black does a voice. Uh, Will Wheaton does a voice. Jennifer Hale and Pendleton Ward all do voice voices in in Broken Age. Okay. The music is also excellent. Uh, it was all original and and composed by Peter McConnell and recorded by the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. So the music very does a very nice job of of setting the tone for the game too. Um, but uh, my thoughts, I loved Broken Age. It's only Act 1. I did beat Act 1. Not considered a, a beaten game, though, because Act 2 is coming out uh, later on this year. Um, Shay's per- lot in life is particularly creepy. Like, there, it just seems like there's something off, like, with him. Because, like you said, his his parents are parents, quote-unquote, are the, are the, the spaceship's computers. Mm-hmm. And they, like, won't let him do anything on his own. You know, he's... He's fed. He's got to go to bed at a certain time. You know, the missions that he does are not dangerous at all in any yeah. way. And, like, kind of creepy, like, huggy, uh, live stuffed animals are his companions on the ship. Like, it's very, very weird. They bathe um, them and feed him Choco Rockets? Uh, it, 
Choco Rockets, I think, is one of the one of the serial serial names. Yeah, I'm there's, watching the video. Oh, okay. Sounds like an afternoon there, with Will. There's 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 quite a few uh, uh, cereals that he has a choice of eating in the morning. Chocolate but it's, it's a very cre- it's a very creepy setting, and and then Vela, you feel bad for her because she she's kind of thrust into uh, into this thing that that she doesn't want to do, you know. But but she at the same time does it because she doesn't want to bring shame to her family. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's a, it was amazing. Like I was, I was very, very enamored with the game the, the whole mm-hmm. time I played it. Um, if you don't like point and click adventures, it's probably not going to change your mind. Uh, the difference with this one is there's so much production value that I do think, um, you know, people who are cat or, you know, lukewarm, I guess about point and click adventures would, would really like it. Um, because of the voice acting and the and the the art style is so good that I think that would, you know, people who don't love point and click adventures but don't hate point and click adventures would really would really get a lot of, out of it. None of the puzzles are all that difficult. I did get stuck a couple times um, and have to have to go back and try and figure out what you're supposed to do. But that's kind of the the one of the draws of a point and click adventure game. Um, but yeah, very highly recommended for me. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I think Corey would really like it, uh, especially. So, mm, how much? Twenty bucks. Twenty five for both Man. acts. For both acts, yeah. Family uh, share. At, yeah, you can play oh, mine. Yeah. Uh, I. It took me about four hours to beat the first. <laughs> it took me about four hours to beat the first act. Uh, I don't know how long the second one's going to be, but I would guess probably about the same. Did you get emotional at any point? No, no. Okay. It was just very, very well done. Very funny. Uh, entertaining game too there's a lot of good really good jokes on it uh one of the ones is you you come across a lumberjack who's uh will wheaton voiced by will wheaton and he's kind of a hipster lumberjack and uh you wearing a flannel he yep wearing a a wearing a flannel and a beanie (laughs) absolutely uh you have to uh get this tree to give you sap doesn't want to give you sap. He hates humans because they cut trees down. He, you know, he calls you a murderer because you're a murderer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so to get him to give you some sap, you have to make him barf by <laughs> holding up a stool that was made out of another tree. It's like you know, <laughs> it's like his buddy. You know, <laughs> so you have to tell him how the the they shaved off all the bark and you make him barf into this bucket. I'm like, that's hilarious. That is perfect. Funny. Um, so yeah, Broken Age, really, really good game. I was hoping this was something I could get emo with. You might. There's yeah. Act Two, right? Yeah, Act Two. Yeah, I never know what's gonna happen in Act Two. Mm. But the the way their stories kind of, I don't know. It's it's very it's well done. Do they know each other by like by no. any chance? No. Okay. No. They're just kind of yeah. You figure it out for yourself, Will. Shut up. You play it. I yeah. will once I am not broke. It's good. It's Family really share. Good. That's right. Damn it. I just... <sighs> I like to own things, too, all right? Well, yeah, but... I do, too. I, I generally will, like, will buy stuff. I'm just saying that, that option is available. <laughs> yeah, you see, have, you can try have it. Any, have any of you guys tried the Family Share yet? No. Nope. No. We should just me, try it. Dan, me, you, you have all our games, right? You're, you're all linked up. Yeah, I have Corey's games and Will's games. Wait, Corey doesn't have it set up, though, for you, correct? No, but I... No, I don't think... Maybe. Can, I, can I get in on this? Corey yeah. was, speaking of that, you guys could try uh, Age of Wonders 3 on my <gasps> Oh, that's team. right. I forgot about See that. See if you like it. Okay. Okay. I'll play Broken Age. Yeah. Broken Age is sweet. All those sweet indies. It's on my wish list. I, I think you'll like it, too. I, I always appreciate a good art style. Yep. Uh, 
and like I said, it's entertaining and yeah. funny and, and very, very high production value. Some of the, uh, what was it? Lone survivor that I played, yeah. uh, didn't have the production values. Didn't, didn't keep me interested. Yeah. Uh, it was a good point and click adventure, I guess, but, um, all the voice acting and, and the awesome paintings, I yeah. guess you could say so good. I have a weird hatred for Elijah Wood. Do you? I do. Why? I don't know. Oh. Uh, Honestly, what, if I didn't know, I probably wouldn't be able to tell it was Elijah Wood. Well, yeah, I just wanted everybody oh. to know that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that, Eric. One yeah. reason is because of his character in uh, Green Street Hooligans. Uh, Have you ever seen that, Corey? Yeah. It's did, just not believable. Did you like it, though? The movie? Yeah. Yeah, but it took away from it that he played that character. Right. It should have at least been somebody that would have stood a chance in one of those not, fights. Not someone with spaghetti <laughs> arms. Yeah, like I, I just didn't see how he could ever do you see him fit as, that mold. Do you see him as Frodo every movie you watch him in? No, he's just a little puss. <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah. I just see him as just this whiny little... Well, if he had played Frodo the way Frodo was supposed to be played, Frodo was really whiny in the books. He should have play, been more whiny in the in the movies, too. I thought he was fairly whiny. I didn't. Not whiny enough. Not whiny, as whiny as he was in the books. It's just when I look at Elijah Wood, I just see whiny. Whiny. Maybe it's just a difference of opinion we have in him. I don't. Whiny, I, I, I don't have strong opinions on him either way. No. I don't love him and I don't hate him. I don't. I don't care that much. Yeah. But it's it, all right. And and Wilfred. Wilfred, I was just going to say, my girlfriend just started watching that. She I, likes it. I've it's, heard it's good. It's okay. It's like, it's one of those shows you'll get a chuckle out of every now and again, but you'll probably just end up taking a nap. Right. Yeah, I've seen him in two movies for my film analysis class. Which ones? Uh, Everything is Illuminated, and the one with Jim Carrey, or not Jim Carrey, Eternal Sunshine. Oh. Is that Jim Carrey? I don't it know. It is Jim yeah. Carrey. It is Jim yeah. Carrey, yeah. Yeah. Those are the two movies he I've was in. I've seen that one. I haven't seen the other one. Yeah. Okay. Fair so enough. so the other game I played, I started the Banner Saga, yeah. um, which I don't need to get into details. We had an episode on it. Eric's talked about it. Corey's talked about it. Um, I love the Banner Saga so far. I, I'm about six hours into it. Uh, I started it, what, Thursday night must be? I played, no, Wednesday night. I played Wednesday night and Thursday night. Uh, art style is amazing, especially the hand-drawn characters. Very well done. Uh, the music is a perfect complement to the setting, I thought, um, and, and the battles and stuff. I really like that stuff. Uh, I like the balance of morale and supplies that you have to strike with your it's caravan. Pain in the ass sometimes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten to the part where it's really hard at this point, but I, I do like that because you kind of have to watch out for the entire caravan and not just your your party of fighters. You know, mm-hmm. you got you have other other people to look out for. Um, so I really like that stuff about it. I got a couple dislikes, which are not even really dislikes, just minor minor grievances, I guess, some things that could use improvement. Uh, when fighters are clustered together, it can be difficult to tell who you're clicking on, who you're moving to attack, mm-hmm. um, especially if you have a bunch of Varl that are right yep. there, and then you have a couple little characters hidden behind them. Hard, it's hard to tell. Uh, it'd be nice to be able to like rotate the battlefield or zoom in and out. Yeah. I think maybe that's something they'll have in, in Banner, Banner Saga, help. too. Uh, what else? There's very little terrain on the battlefields, which I think Corey talked about. Um, yep. I've only come. I've only been in one battle where there was even an obstacle in the in the. There's in the not battlefield. much more. No. Oh, really? No. Okay. Um, I I think that would help the. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with the the strategery, 
I guess you could say of it, but you know, having having a few more obstacles or walls and stuff that you could use to your advantage, I think I would, would be fun. I think you're absolutely right. Um, That's why I was glad I played that game before I played Fire Emblem. Right. Yeah, right. Especially with some of the ranged attacks on there that you can't really do anything about. Yeah, and they just nickel and dime you to death. They do. Those stupid uh, dredge slingers. Yeah. They're tough. I'll just wait. Yeah, but it's oh, I can't imagine. Uh, but at the same time, like my my char- my bow characters are 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 pretty powerful. They too. are, yeah. Um, I, I'm working on leveling them up first because they. You it's know, a good idea. Before anyone even gets to you, you can bring the strength down quite a bit. But I really like it. Um, I'm really really. I, I'll probably sit down maybe tomorrow night and and finish it. I don't think you got big, much more to go. No, I think the how long to beat is like eleven or twelve hours. So yeah, I'm about halfway right. through the game. Um, but yeah, like one of my caravans, I feel like every decision I make is just disastrous and it's just limping along. Yeah. And then the other one, the one with all the varl, I, I feel like is in good position, like doing pretty well. But yeah, like I've lost a few battles with my, my human caravan and like, like I said, everything I do, I just feel like is just disastrous decision. I think, uh, you probably, I think it's set up that way. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to continue playing that. It's awesome. I yeah. absolutely love it. So what do you got over there, Corey? Toys from, uh, from Amazon. Oh, nice. Did you get anything good? <laughs> oh, Corey, is that your nut sack? <laughs> or is that Calvin's? Yeah. Corey, are those, are those whiteies? Huh? I was going to say. Don't, uh, are those tidy whiteies? They're shirts, I guess. Are it's you a guy in underwear modeling the undershirt. Oh, I thought you were rocking the tight whites, man. No way. Scrunching those babies right up. (laughs) No. Grunderwear. Grunderwear. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So the only other thing I played, other than the Banner Saga and Broken Age, was Towerfall, which me and Will could talk a little bit about. He talked about it. We we were actually going to do an episode on Towerfall. Um, but after playing it, like it was a fun game and everything, but there's not a ton to it to mm-hmm. like having a whole episode on. Um, it's pre- the controls are pretty much uh, just what jump, shoot, and dash. Pretty much, yeah. Um, it's a almost like an arena type of type of game. It's MOBA ish, I guess. It's, it, it made me think a little of Awesome Knots. Yeah, uh, where you just you're you're in this like map and you fight each other. Uh, oh, so you fight each other? Yeah, um, which mode. is why there's there's also, yeah there's a single player mode which is quest mode. I didn't play that, so I can't comment on that. But me and Will played for probably an hour, I would say. And yeah. I think it was it's a game that would be fun to have four people sitting in the same place all playing at the same time. That would be great. Gets competitive. Yeah, like uh, Smash Bros. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, except way better. Debatable, <laughs> <laughs> but you ha- you start off with what three arrows, and as you shoot your arrows, you have to go pick them up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, you, so you can't like just fling arrows as fast as you can, and you can also pick up other people's arrows. So you gotta can, be accurate. You can stockpile arrows if you want to, oh. which is also another little wrinkle into this into the into the uh, like strategy. Of you the know game. who would do that? Corey. Oh, I, Corey would steal all I the arrows. So see that's Corey a, being an arrow. Will, Will does that a lot too. Yeah. Uh, there's also like like various power ups in the game too, which help change the strategy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like as the match goes on, there's these purple walls that kind of close in too, okay. that kind of force people to start making moves Oof. if ah. if people are just being a little bit defensive. The chess which match. I make people make a move. Yeah, play defensive. 
but it's, that's probably it's, it's, what I would do. It's pretty fun, uh, and I think that's one we should all play together when when we all get together. We I'll, should do another gaming weekend. We should. I'll, I want to know how it works with four controllers because I know how yeah. it works when two people go head to head, but with four, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a it's a fun game. I'm glad they brought it from just uh, just the Oya to PC and PS4. Yeah, good for that. It broke the mold. Yeah, from the Oya. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine like oh hey I've got four Oya controllers come over and right we'll, we'll Who play Towerfall four Oya controllers I don't even have four PS4 controllers I have one and I don't know when I'm gonna even buy a second because right. they're so goddamn expensive yep I so, bought one because I had extra trade in value yeah yep. that's the only reason I got one mm-hmm. I mean I'll I'll at least have two eventually I don't I don't know that I'll ever get to four yeah like I did with my Xbox I don't think there's any reason anymore with like social connectivity yeah. and you know we don't have to gather in a basement like we used to yeah. to and play Halo. I mean, you guys bring your controllers. Exactly, if, yeah. Which is which is the, you know, the good thing. Save 60 bucks. Yeah. So, that's all I played. Is that that's everything, right? I do declare. Okay. All right. I guess we'll take a quick break and be right back uh with feedback right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 141 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, we got a voicemail, which I will play first. Um, and I promise we won't do the repeat thing like we always do every episode. Because this is this is in our voicemail. So uh, here we go. Here we go. Hey, guys. There it is. Tito from L.A. Um, I'm at work right now. I'll try to be quick. I don't have anything gaming-related, but uh, I did want to defend uh, Gravity a little bit because I know most of you didn't really enjoy the film at all, but I I just wanted to give a counterpoint. I I personally thought it was a great film and one of the better ones I've seen the past decade. And uh, it's, uh, for me, what I enjoyed was just kind of this uh, intense, um, not thriller, but just, this intense ride of her trying to get back to Earth, and that's kind of the general story, but I don't want to spoil too much, but, uh, you know, it is kind of a spoiler warning. But for me, I think I think the writing in the film, the screenplay was incredible because there's a lot of underlying things that aren't necessarily, like, at the forefront or very obvious. And I always like to analyze that stuff, but my, my brother-in-law gave a good point on how the film, spoiler warning, um... For me, I liked how she was able to do everything on her own for the most part. But my brother-in-law mentioned how it's kind of this commentary or this uh, microcosm of the evolution of life. How uh, 
there's a cool shot where she, after she's able to get into the safety of one of the spacecrafts, she takes off all her clothes and she goes into this fetal position and it's just this cool shot of her floating and she's essentially a fetus and you see this uh, cord kind of dangling like this, as if it's the umbilical cord. And from there on, how she is able to crash land into the ocean on Earth and then swim her way out all by herself and then from going from swimming to then reaching the shore, crawling out of the shore and then finally standing. And it's just kind of this, it's essentially the way life evolved from theoretically space to the ocean and crawling out of the ocean and standing. And I thought that was just really cool. And there's a lot of that stuff that you can kind of analyze. And I know he wrote it with his son, the director, but um, that's kind of one of the reasons why I really enjoyed it is just, just these cool moments throughout the film. And the entire time is just this Whoops. Like, I don't know, but I, I thought the, the film was great. And I just kind of wanted to give my two cents on that. But, um, yeah, not, not much on the gaming side, but uh, hopefully you guys have a great weekend. I'll see you. All right. Thanks for that, Tito. Uh, Corey, uh, uh, you're the only one of us saw, saw Gravity. Did you see Gravity? I saw it, too. Okay. Eric saw it. Yeah. Eric saw it. I, I haven't seen it, so I, I don't know. Uh, I want to see it because it's space-related, and I like space stuff. So, But I'll, I'll let you guys uh, respond because, I, like I said, I didn't see the movie. So go ahead. Uh, I miss when I used to watch movies and analyze them. Um, because it definitely enhances the experience and it's good to hear Tito's thoughts because that does kind of put it in perspective a little bit more. Yeah, it does. Yeah, what he was talking about with the, with the, the, the fetal position shot and the, the, yeah, the, you know, crawling out mm-hmm. of the, of the water or whatever that that's cool. That's, that's, that's great. That's something I probably wouldn't have picked up on, on my own because I, I don't watch movies like that, you know, with an, uh, uh, allegorical meaning take on thing. Yeah. Behind yeah. Um, but, but I also don't watch that many movies, so that's, that's part of the reason, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, as Corey said, it's good to, I mean, I, the people that I know didn't really like that movie, so it's good to hear and, you know, another opinion. Cause yeah. I didn't really take much out of it like that. Right. So it gives me another perspective on the movie instead uh-huh. of just me hating it. Right. Yeah, like I said, my my viewing experience with the whole thing was very surface, and to me, like it just looked like a movie that needed to be seen in the theaters. I didn't really give it a chance. Uh-huh. Um, otherwise, and like I said, my brain just it doesn't really work like that anymore. I don't, and I used to have to because, well, you know, you're taking a film analysis now. You know, film school. That's all we did was yeah. analyze that stuff critically. And now that I kind of gotten away from that, it it sucks that I miss out on some of those things. But it is good to hear, you know, some perspective that that does. Uh, sort of outline those things. Yeah, yeah. you 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 don't haven't used that muscle, and it's atrophied. Exactly. Yeah. So that means your brain's atrophied. You better get right. on, better get on that. Okay. So thanks for that, Tito. I I really want to see it. Like I said, I'm into space stuff, so uh, that would be the hook for me. Um, and that's probably one that I would read up on afterwards and uh, see those those uh, you know deeper meaning like shots and stuff. Uh, that's not something I would pick out myself yeah. um, from a movie because, like I said, I don't watch that many movies. So so thanks for that. I'm also probably going to turn the volume up for that. This is the for voice the, 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 on, the, on the, the program because the voicemails oh. always come out quiet. So I think I'm going oh. to turn the volume up on that. But, uh, probably smart. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Feedback. 
We have the email we got yeah, you can... uh, also from Tito, so you want me to Okay, just... yeah, you can read that first. Um, while we're on the topic of Tito's. Uh, I almost forgot to point out that the Pokemon Google Maps minigame totally brought me back to when we discussed an MMO Pokemon game. I remember you guys mentioning, especially Corey, talking about a virtual component on your phone and catching Pokemon at, ver- at different tourist spots around the world. Guys, I think we are total geniuses. <laughs> um, right on. Expect a long feedback from me at some point in the future exploring more the idea of a Pokemon MMO because after that old episode, I spent a week coming up with more ideas to flush out what could be an amazing game and some of the features I think a Pokemon MMO game should have. Glad to hear the mobile game 3 is getting some love last episode. I bought it a while back and really enjoyed the game. I was able to get a high score of around 22,000 with my highest number being 768. Any challengers, feel free and try to beat my score. To finish off, the PC requirements for Watch Dogs is kind of ridiculous. I was surprised how demanding the game seemingly is based off the PC recommended specs, considering how poor graphically the game is and the demanding GPU, RAM, and processor needs to be. It's making me less and less interested in the game. However, I do have a monster PC to handle it. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, he. It's glad that it's good that he referenced our episode where we did talk about pretty yeah. much exactly what Google Maps did for their April Fool's prank. Yeah. Uh, fortune tellers, we are. I wonder if uh, maybe Nintendo will see that sort of stuff and and you know take take those ideas to heart and say, hey, you know, this is something people might really want, you know, yeah. and make an alternate reality game for smartphones if they want to start getting into the smartphone business that's the way to do it yeah as opposed to even ports of their old games you know sure and i i don't know i think nintendo could pull something like that off don't you that would be <laughs> great know, no but but you don't same think... old song and dance from nintendo for a lot of years i know but i think they're i think they're starting to realize their their position in the market you know i i don't think yeah. i don't think there's any surprises this time around i think they know uh what they have and mm-hmm. what they have is good, and and you know, and even seeing something like the success of uh, the Skylanders series might push them a little exactly. bit. You know? Exactly, yeah. Skylanders and Disney Infinity, though I don't care much for Disney Infinity. I think it's a, is a, that a ripoff. I don't know if it's successful or not, but it's it's a ripoff to me, and I, I will reject it. So, yeah. Uh, I will say we're we're looking forward to your thoughts. Yeah, on, I want to hear that too. Because I. A girl can dream, you know? A girl can dream. <laughs> uh, he mentioned us bringing up threes last episode. Uh, have any of you guys played it? I haven't played it yet. No. I don't play mobile games. Yeah. Not Apparently because... this one's pretty good. Yeah, and everything I read critically even it says th- threes is a game you must play. Um, yeah. And once again, it goes back to I would be happy to play the original, um, but the fact that there's a, a clone of threes now that's more popular than threes is just vile to me. <laughs> Uh, his high score is 22,000. Again, that doesn't mean anything to me because I've never played it. Right, but, uh, nice but it work. sounds pretty impressive. Um, PC requirements for Watch Dogs. Do, do we know what they are offhand? I, yeah, they just posted. I think they posted this morning. So if you if you look it up, they were pretty oh, high. Right, yeah. The recommended for the processor was an 8-core processor, which is insane. Do I have that? No. Really? You No. I don't have an 8-core processor. Why'd I buy this computer? It sucks. <laughs> you don't need an eight core processor, is what I'm saying. That's recommended. Yeah, holy crap! Uh, that's the recommended. The minimum is a quad core processor. Man, which is yeah. Minimum specs: players will require a DirectX 11 GPU with at least one gig of VRAM, that's, along with that, a quad core CPU and at least four gigabytes of RAM, which is high. Most games are recommended four gigabytes of RAM. I wonder if it's a poorly optimized PC game. 
because that I mean those seem high especially like like Tito said for for the graphical quality and you know what maybe they're going to be really good when the game finally comes out but I I haven't seen that in any of the videos I've watched for it recently. Well, what's a game that's really good graphically that came out recently that we could look Crisis Crisis 3 3 yeah. Yeah, check those real quick. I don't know guys, I'm I'm sort of uh I'm going to take the contrarian stance on this. Okay. Um, I don't see anything wrong with a game coming out and most computers not being able to run it at max specs right away. No, I don't have a problem with that. I think that's a good idea because, you know, uh, a year from now when whatever whatever new yeah. graphics card comes out, um, we'll it's finally like being, be able to run it at maximum specs. It's like being, buying a pair of hockey skates that are a little too big when you're, like, 13. Yeah. You grow into them. No, I know, but I think I th- Tito's point was that it doesn't look very good um, from videos that we've seen. So you know, usually you want to show the game looking its best on the yeah. on the the videos and stuff, and it's not deserving of those high specs. I think yeah, is, is is his point, and and I agree. Um, yeah. And if you look, the is the recommended a five sixty GTX five sixty? Uh, recommended GTX five sixty. Yeah. Okay. Which is also kind of high. Most are like a AMD 460. Radeon 7850. Which you have a... The CPU's i7 3770. Which is... is that, I don't I don't know if that's the 8-core one or not. I think that's only a quad-core. Yeah, it's 8-cores. Uh, well, is, I think the AMD processor is the 8-core one. I don't I don't know that the i7 oh. is the 8-core one. I don't think it is. Yeah, you, you could be right on that. It might just be quad. A quad-core Yeah, the AMD is 8-core. Yeah. AMD FX 8350 8-core CPU. Yep. But still, that's really high, like a recommended i7 processor. Sure, and even um, a two gig, uh, two gig video card is 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 pretty high. Yeah, exactly. Because most of the most games that come out are are the one gigabyte for recommended. Yeah. Um. I I have the 760 um in mind. That's a two gigabyte, so I have that covered. Um. But will Will's got a Radeon seventy seven seventy. So that's what's what's the 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 minimum for Watchdogs on PC for the Radeon card? Uh, Radeon fifty seven seventy. Okay, so Will's got a seventy seven seventy. So he's got the minimum graphics yeah. card. Hey, I can run it on low. <laughs> what that are you are you gonna get Watchdogs for PS four? Okay, if yeah. I do get it, yeah, yeah, because I'm gonna get it for I'm gonna get it for PC. Yeah. It's um, it's so stressful though owning a PC because you know you buy one and you get all of the parts and and you can play games on ultra settings for like a month and then yeah it's already too late like you've <laughs> already started declining yeah yep. and then and then a new game comes out and you can't run it on max specs and you hate your life yeah then you got to buy something else but what's nice about uh, the Nvidia's cards is is the Shadow Play program. Which or no, it's GeForce Experience. It has Shadow Play as part of it. That's what you use to to stream and record your videos. Um, but the, it it sets all the graphical settings for you, so you don't need, like. I don't even look at them. I don't know that I'm not running something on all Mac settings or whatever. You know, I like that. Yeah, I'd almost prefer that just you, to not know. You set it and forget it, and that way you don't have to tinker with it too, because it it optimizes it for your individual graphics card. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, is fantastic. There's a lot of minutia in in those settings, and if something can figure it out for me, what looks the best? Exactly, the best. That's great. And I was telling uh, uh, Borderlands too when I had when I first got my GTX 650, 650 Ti, yeah, uh, last year. 
I was trying to set it up and I was actually lowballing a lot of the graphics because I was getting like weird stutters and stuff. And I had them heavily lowballed. When I finally installed the GeForce Experience, it raised everything and ran a lot smoother. So I had like one setting that was throwing everything off and making it stutter. Yeah, the thing is unticked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. They're complicated. They are complicated, but uh, it's it's a labor of love. It really is. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Trying to figure all that stuff out, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice to have the GeForce experience, just set all your graphics settings for it. It's only on newer games and then like they're slowly adding older games. It was funny because on April Fool's Day, they added, uh, South Park, the stick of truth to the GeForce experience. And most of the games have like 10 or 15 different graphic settings. The ones for South Park were, and I think this was a joke, uh, now that we mention it, the, the ones for South Park were resolution and, uh, whether or not it was full screen. It had two, two <laughs> graphic settings. <laughs> I was like, that's great. That great. is pretty funny. So that's, yeah. Okay. So thanks again, Tito. Appreciated. Um, but yeah, Watch Dogs will be a PC purchase for me. I, I'm not going to say I'm not going to get it because I will get it. I just hope it's not GTA clone. I know. Same here. It's probably here. going to be. Uh, Twitter, Holy Goalie says, can't wait for Diablo 3 on PS4. I'm also looking forward to Diablo 3 on PS4. I think I'm more likely to play it on the PS4 than I am to sit at the PC and get it. If, Mostly because I have such a huge backlog, I feel like I should be playing older games on my computer, you know? Yeah. When I play PS4, I'll I'll sink time in Diablo 3 on the PS4 because I don't have as much to play on it. Yeah. So. And if you and Eric are getting it, because it comes with the expansion, I'll be tempted to get it. So. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, and then Dave in Boston, who is also Holy Goalie on Twitter, says, So after all this talk about VR headsets and Oculus Rift, what happens? Last night I'm streaming on Twitch late night and I got the headphones on. CJ and my dog hear something in the corner and starts barking like crazy. I'm freaked out because I never heard it. I never found out what it was. That's why I'm not fond of the VR stuff. I don't like being deprived of what is going on around me. I mean, I could have got raped or something. <laughs> And you bring up a good point, Dave, that I never, I never even thought about. Um, you know, people that live alone, like if they're playing Oculus Rift, um, yeah, you're not going to know if someone breaks in your house because you're going to have headphones on. You're going to have the goggles on. You know, you could potentially, if you if you live in a rough neighborhood, you could potentially be putting yourself in some danger. Yeah. You know, because someone breaks in, you're just sitting there in your own little <laughs> world, which I know you're going to be in. You know. I also thought of this. Here's here's what's going to happen when when like college bros get their hands on the Oculus Rift. They're going to record themselves with videos. You know, uh, maybe maybe like a fraternity uh, will will make their new pledges wear the Oculus Rift, and they'll they'll like punch them in the face when they're all enamored with what's going on in the thing, and it's going to be a viral video. You know, you're right. I think that's how the bros are going to take to yep, it. The, the bros the bros are going to use it to pull slap and punch breaks on their friends with backwards hats on yep backwards hats <laughs> white adidas sneakers <laughs> tight shirts yep so Corey, he's closing the door i know Corey, what's your thoughts on the oh he's gone he's tune in back. yourself out of the world Corey, what's your thoughts on tuning yourself out of the world with the oculus sorry I, there's way too much noise going on that's fine uh i love it <laughs> No, what I wanna about be, I want to lay in bed and be hooked up to an IV and and just, just play enter a virtual world for a week or two. Okay, a virtual vacation. Yeah, there you go. What about bros like using it to punch their friends when they're? I think that's going to happen. It's going to be a thing. 
Um, probably. Yeah. It'll be it'll be a vine a vine thing. I think. <laughs> then laughing like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Until someone gets really hurt, and then there'll be a lawsuit. <laughs> then the whatever will be brought down. The yeah. I was gonna say guild. Wow. The fraternity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Okay. Uh, so thanks for that, Dave. Uh, Chris in New York, uh, in response to John Carmack's thoughts on Facebook and Oculus, says, it reminds me uh, of when Green Day sold out. All the hardcore fans are pissed, but those on the periphery are like, who wants to be poor and struggling forever? And that's a good point. Yeah. Um, that was uh, Billy Joe said that, actually, in an interview, you know. He didn't want it. He didn't, when, when, when Green Day decided to quote-unquote sellout he's like you know i didn't want to struggle for the rest of my life and you know uh, that's a good point you know that's two billion dollars is hard to turn down no exactly you're right um but i mean i think i think our thoughts on the oculus were that we understood why they did it we just wish it wasn't facebook i guess we wish it didn't have to happen that way right i guess right um but but like because i posted that article um it almost sounds like john like to me, John Carmack wasn't all for what was happening. I think he was he was glad for the injection of money into the product, but he wasn't wasn't really sure about it. Did you get that feeling? Did you read that article, Corey? No, I didn't. Okay, yeah, it, it's almost like slightly veiled disappointment on his part, and that's what I got from it. But I mean, it's hard to tell tone and stuff from from just words on a page. Yeah, I guess in so, a lot of cases, but. He was happy they got the money, but wish he didn't have to do it that way. Yeah, a, a little bit. I mean, it's like I said, it's hard to tell, but that that's what I I took from from that article. So, I guess we'll we'll see as as time goes on, you know. So yeah, I think that's all we got, right? Yeah. Corey, you good? I'm good. I gotta get out of here. Okay. Bye, Corey. Yeah. Uh, next week's episode is going to be on the Xbox One. It'll probably it'll be Saturday or early Sunday morning. So we'll we'll keep you posted as to when that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, that'll do it for episode 141 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.